YouTube. MFFL, what's good, everybody? What is good? Good morning to you, one and all. I'd like to welcome y'all. Welcome y'all to a brand spanking new episode of We Talk Maps here on the Glow Maps Production Channel. Listen, guys, it is your boy Real. And joining me is my boy King. We rocking blue today, baby. What's good? Nothing much, brother. Everybody, uh, don't get a chance to see our pretty faces. I say it all the time. Please check us out on all your favorite streaming platforms. We're available on all of those. If you can't, don't have a chance, if you're sitting, you know, at work, anything like that, check us out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like you said, guys, if y'all at work, you can't to us, or should I say watch us, you're always going to listen to us on all podcast streaming services. All right, guys, we got a eventful one for you today. We're going to get it. Go ahead and get into it. So today, if y'all seen the thumbnail, we're going to be talking about the Mavs Summer League. We're going to be talking about the comments that Goran Dragic made pertaining to the Dallas Mavericks. And uh, King sent me something today that we're going to kind of have our, have a conversation on. Uh, dude, it was uh, talking about, well, it was from Brian Windhorse's uh, podcast. Uh, I took a snippet out. We're going to comment on what uh, that video says. So we're going to show you that, that too. But with all that being said, guys, listen, if you're new to the channel, if you guys are into math content, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if you are enjoying the content, go ahead and hit that like button, guys. The like button will help us out a lot. It will help us build up the algorithm so that way we can get uh, we can reach more math fans just like you. And also, guys, with that subscribe button, that guys that will help us make it to our first 700 subscribers, guys. So help us with that today. Uh, and with all that being said, can you ready to get into it? Yes, sir. All right, man. Listen. So we already know that it is summer league. We know the NBA is usually in the summertime. That's probably when it's the best time to watch the NBA. You got free agency, you got trades, you got the draft, and you got summer league. So the Dallas Mavericks summer league team right now is 0-4, which is okay. You know, usually the summer league is for these players to not only find their teams that they uh, go into, like teams can look at and may pick them up as like a two-way or add to their G League roster, but it's also a way for some of these players who are going to be on the team that are young to retool and add different fa uh, facets to their game. So, um, we have our second-round pick in Jalen Hardy, uh, Jaden Hardy, excuse me, uh, who's been hit or miss here in the uh, in in summer league. Go ahead and show you his stats here in uh in summer league. So this is air stats four games, 29 minutes, 15 points a game, shooting 23 32% from the field, shooting 26 from three, 66 from the free throw line, giving you five rebounds and 2.5 assists. So um I got my opinions on this whole thing, King. Uh, let me let me go ahead and get your opinions on not only Jaden Hardy, just from what you've seen as far as you know the whole entire just summer league uh, with the Mavericks in general, man. Like, give me your overall thoughts on that. Uh, I expect this. I know, other than the one year that we won the championship, uh, I feel <laughs> like I'm used to the Mavericks not really making noise in the summer league. Um, so it is what it is. I really checked it out to see some of the young players, especially, like you said, Jaden Hardy. Um, but I feel like the star of the show so far has been A.J. Lawson, it feels like. Um, and that, that throws a wrench into things with, like, Moses Wright and the contract, what we had the situation with that. Um, 
But as far as Jaden Hardy, this is why this is why Jalen Brunson was so important. Jaden Hardy's a second round draft pick. He's not a guy you want to be able to, to throw. This isn't even the NBA level yet. This is like still pre NBA. Um, like you want to have him in the NBA, expecting him to do that that kind of the things that you think he can do or develop to become uh, day one. That's not a it's not a good look for a second round draft pick to ask him to do that. Uh, they didn't even ask uh, Nikola Jokic to do that when he first came in the league. So like that's a lot to put on a guy. So again, it goes back to this makes my pain on a second ball handler, you know, even more. Like it, it's it's putting a lot on Luka Doncic this year. I know we're talking about the rest of the comments and all, but to stay at the summer league, it is what it is. We're um, not looking good. I didn't expect us to win anything. Um, I just really wanted to see Jaden. And after that first game, I feel like, I don't know if they're, if they're dialing him back some or whatever, but, I mean, the, the, the things that were the red flags before the draft, you know, like the, the decision-making and the, um, the efficiency, the, the taking good shots. I think I spoke with you before, after the first game, actually, when he uh, made the 28 points and he was nine of, uh, I think, 19 or something like that or not, yeah. some, something around there. Yeah, about uh, 19. And he was still under 50%, and I was just like, I, I just need him to be efficient. Like, that's my big thing, and that was the big thing with JB, his efficiency. He's 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 unbelievably efficient. And, um, like, I feel like a lot more of his game, hopefully, is a catch-and-shoot guy. We aren't seeing that in, in, in this uh, demonstration a lot. Um, but I want to see him actually catch and shoot. They say that's one of his strengths. Um, and if he's playing with Luca, I feel like that should be more of what he does. He should be a guy that creates off of off of chaos, if that makes sense. So uh, he catches in the, the corner, pump he pump fakes the guy, runs towards him. He has the ball. He can dribble, make a move one-on-one against a guy real quick. Like, I want him to be that type of guy, not a guy that really has to put the ball on the floor and just go all make his shots and make other folks' shots from the beginning. I just think that's too much to ask for him. Uh, ask from him, uh, like I said, day one, him being a second-round draft pick. There's a reason he's a second-round draft pick. But um, other than that, man, that's my real big things on Summer League. Uh, and the A.J. Lawson thing we said with the Moses Wright. Right now, I don't want Moses Wright. That's just – it is what it is. Um, there's no need for him. Um, last year, I know uh, – shout-out to J.B., uh, Johnny B., loving Moses Wright, wanting to play. But uh, time moves forward. And uh, it's another guy that looks ready. And uh, I want to see A.J. Lawson on this team and not on another team right now. So, I'm hoping we can grade that. I mean, to be fair, Moses Wright did look good last game. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I wish you. All right, I got a lot to take out of this, bro. So, this right here is also how he was saying when we picked him up. Uh, I think it was a video after we picked him up. And I remember everybody in here, even on Twitter, everybody like, oh, he's got a steal. He's going to take Jalen's spot. He going to do this. He going to do this year one. And I remember saying, guys, listen, this guy is, is a reason why he's a second round pick. As much as we love, you know, the pick in general, there's a reason why he's a second round pick. He is not ready yet for y'all to just push this guy into a JB role after, you know, being a second round pick, just because JB was a second round pick. Mm-hmm. You don't get those every day. Like King just said, Jokic. You know, you don't get guys like that every day in the second round. There's reasons why these guys fall to the second round. That means they still have a lot to their game that they need to add, they need to polish, they need to fix, they need to do whatever, you know. And so this is why I was telling people to temper their expectations, bro. Let's let this kid grow. And we see it here in the summer league. He, he's not ready, King. He's not ready. He's definitely not going to be in the rotation, I don't think, this year. Um, 
I know y'all probably seen videos going around of uh, Josh Green working on his game. You know what I'm saying? And so he's taking that next step now. And so he's going to probably be more in the rotation before Jalen Hardy is. He is still a project. I've said it before. I told you when you were talking about the officiating and all that, I'm not expecting anything from him this year. So I'm looking at what I see in him that can, can be enhanced and added and all that type of stuff. So I'm, not, I'm looking at it completely different from everybody else. Okay, let me see the potential you have. Can we build on that potential? Now, the building on the potential is going to be up to him. Look, yeah. I'm trying to give you the keys to this. Are you going to take advantage of that? That's that's what yeah. my thinking is. Not like, ah, he ain't doing enough for this or that and this for me. Like, okay, I, I see I see you got some handles. Let's yeah. touch that up, man, so that way you can be able to operate in smaller windows. Okay, mm-hmm. you got a little got a little uh, wrist action there. Okay, like you just said, let's work, let's work on your catching and shooting because you're going to have a guy who's going to primarily have the ball in his hands way more than you. So you're going to yeah. have to be more of a, a, a catch and shoot guy. And his defense can be touched up a little bit. He yeah. has the quickness. It's going to be about you being able to cut off on driving lanes, stuff like that, yeah. man. That's kind of stuff I look at. It's like, okay, I can see yeah. he had the potential in certain things that just need to be touched up. But yeah. right now, this year, he's not ready yet. And no. the, like I said, the, the one main key that I, I want him to work on, like you said, is catching and shooting. Because like I said, he shot 26% from three. Now, a lot of that is because he's creating on his own and trying to shoot those threes off the bounce. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the kid has I, – I see something there. I, I definitely see something there. I This right here is going to be the the poster child uh, example right here. Like, you know how we talked about when we got uh, Dennis Smith, we we talked about the, uh, you know, Rick Carlisle and them not just taking advantage of that. This right here is going to be the perfect example right here, man. If Jason Kidd, development coaching staff, who worked on Dodo, who worked on J.B., if these guys can take this kid who is completely yeah. raw, he is the definition of raw. If they can take him and mold him, he ain't listen. We might be talking about the greatest coaching development staff of all time. They can get this kid to do that, bro. I'm telling you. I got to see the potential. And just mold bro, him and get him up. Rule him up. If he stays in our team for years, he'll be playing. It's not that I don't think he's an NBA player. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. has potential, like yeah. you said. So, um, it, it before him, like you said, Josh Green, man. Josh Green, we, we keep talking. I, we, I've been a Josh Green supporter, you know. Josh Green, if he gets that one piece, I've been telling you, watch out. Like, everybody thinks every other team has their piece. We have a guy in Josh Green. It's just his stuff isn't flashy. The stuff that he's great at right now. You seen the videos of him? Yeah, I've watched the videos. The stuff that he is great at is the stuff that isn't flashy, the stuff that you don't get recognition for the stuff that isn't in the numbers and all he's great at all that stuff so if he gets one thing that's flashy that's what i'm he just needs one thing that's flashy and this this guy's nice he's been working on that thing that me you told him that he need to work on in the offseason they got him with a a a dribble hezzy in a pull-up from mid-range all you need is one go-to thing man (laughs) you can't put your head down and get to the goal What's that second thing you can fall your uh, fall back on? You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. that's one thing he's working on, working on his handles. Because remember, I told you before, you talking about oh, he got handles. I'm like, Ugh. I, I've always cringed when he dribbled the ball because like he's he's he, he kind of reminded me of one of those little kids at the at the uh, park. Like yeah, mm-hmm. I can go I can go full speed, but if somebody starts cutting me off and getting in front of me and guarding me, you start turning your back and you start kind of getting 
you know, haywire so, with the ball. So you're trying to find somebody to get the ball up to and all that type of stuff. If you can kind of touch up on stuff like that, uh, I, I mean, you got you got a guy, Shem God. I mean, you should be able to work on his handles a little bit. But like you said, you, just getting there, work on your game, man. That's what he's been doing. You think different than me, bro. I don't. People are unorthodox. I think about like a Sean Marion. Like you don't change a Sean Marion jump shot. You let it be what it is. I, so when I watch Josh Green, I, I look and I'm like, do people take his cookies? You know, and, and I don't see people taking it. It may always look wild like a Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili had a wild dribble. And it always looked like somebody could just put their hand in there and just take it away from him. But he'd never get it taken away from him. Like for some reason, it was his herky jerk in the way he can move. Josh Green doesn't get his cookies taken. He's, he, he can go from end to end. And sometimes he doesn't make the right move with it. He'll turn around and do something like you said and all that. But what I see from him being able to dribble the ball and being able to pass the ball, some of the nice passes he makes, I told you from before, Jason Kidd sees something in that guy. And I think in the future, I said that in the past, that he could be the starting two guard. And now with all the situation that's going on and not hearing Josh Green get traded and still understanding what I think about uh, Jason Kidd and his belief in Josh Green, I'm still saying Josh Green may end up being the starting two guard on this team. With all that's going on and you saying, and we, you know, looking for a JB replacer and we like who can fit there, who's the right guy, Spencer shouldn't be there. It could still be Josh Green if Josh Green gets his game together right. Like he is the missing piece. We've been saying that. I think I've said that after the show was over and we were talking about who should we get on the team. I said it's Josh Green with, a, with a, some type of offensive talent. That's what it is. And so if he gets the offensive talent, he's that guy, man. Like I'm still on the Josh Green train. I say you go with guys that are homegrown. I wish we could have kept JB, but we haven't. And so I still go on Josh Green. The only thing about that, though, like you were talking about him dribbling, do you consider him a ball handler, though? Why not? When when he's in the game and he's dribbling, he's not a ball handler as a two-guard? Like, so you're not talking about him being a point guard. He's beside Luka Doncic. No, no, no. But but if, but if we're talking about getting a second ball handler. And that's he, the reason why they're starting Spencer, because he can handle the ball. I don't, I don't see Josh. I don't have confidence in handing him handling the ball like that. You when, know what I'm saying? When like, you it's different when, when you're going downhill with the ball, just going straight, than you being able to maneuver and, and play within tight spots with the ball. And I just don't feel him doing that yet. When do you see him get stripped? That's all I'm asking. Even okay. when he's in the half court, when he's in the half court and he does his little his little drive to the rim and then dish out and all that. You don't and a see lot of times it's him doing one dribbling handing off too. Like like I said, I don't I, trust him with the ball on the string. I, you going back, you going you 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 going both ways on him. Because usually we talk about him dribbling too much and getting under the rim and then not finishing and then passing it out. So no, no, I, like him getting under the rim. I'm talking about him you you going in there and you're not having an idea what you want to do with it. Like, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you want to just go in there with the mind frame of passing. When you Which see Luka he go, get there. oh, he has two different options. I'm either gonna score. Or pass, not just I'm going in there passing and defense and know exactly what you're going to do because you're not. A I got you, bro. But which means he can get there. You see what you just what you just said. You just said he got under the rim without no, the idea never, of what he can do. I never say he that's, couldn't get there. That's not that's not my that's not my that's not my issue with him. I've said it that's not his handling. I just don't trust I'm, you handling the ball with the ball on the string and in tight spots. That's the reason why that Spence, they had Spencer in the starting lineup, and they're saying there's nobody else on this team that because if that in that case then yeah. Tim Hardaway can do that same thing too, but do you consider nah, all him? No, we don't. No, no. Nah, Tim Hardaway don't get under the rim like uh, like. No, no. Josh I'm not saying. Does. I'm not saying getting under the rim. I'm saying he can dribble the ball and head to the basket. But We've he, seen that before. But, but Josh Green does it all the time, and he gets lost. 
that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying to you is I understand you're saying about I look at his, his ball handling. I, I got you. The eye test. I'm saying the eye test is playing you for a fool right now. Sometimes it does like the Sean Marion thing I'm saying to you. I'm asking you the question, do you see Josh Green getting stripped? No, he doesn't get stripped. Have you seen him a bunch of times when he plays getting under the rim? Like that means he, he has to have a ball to get. The problem is if you can't dribble the ball, you're not getting to the rim, right? Like the guys that play at the, at the three-point line, like, you know, Maxie Cleveland, or when a guy gets up on him, he's not getting from the three-point line to the rim because he's not that great of a dribbler. Josh Green can get from the three-point line to under the rim at will. He just doesn't make the decision to then go and score. He makes a decision then to make a pass or something usually. What I'm saying is that means he has the handle to enough of a handle if he can get to the rim at ease. That's what I'm saying to you. Like the eye test, I know it says it's out there and the ball is out and about, but nobody strips him and he gets under the rim with ease. Maxi Kleber doesn't do that. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. doesn't do that. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith doesn't do that. Those guys, Reggie Bullock can't do that. Josh Green can do that. If he gets some type of move with it, some offensive move, he can be a ball handler. He can play two guard in the NBA. Okay. Let's see. Uh, other one. So we also got, like you say, with ball handler, there was always these rumors and all these, these, uh, well, it's the third time now. I guess you say third time to charm. People kept thinking that we were going to get Goran Dragic. I got my opinions on the whole Goran Dragic thing, but listen, <laughs> I, I know a lot of bad fans ain't happy with the Goran Dragic thing, and, it, and it's fine. You know, I just I let, let's go ahead and look at some comments because now we see we kind of see what happened. Now we kind of got a picture of what happened and why Goran Dragic didn't come to Dallas without the, all the speculation. This is right here. He was on a uh, Spanish, I believe, uh, podcast, and he said this. So. This is the translated version of the Spanish podcast uh, comments that he made right here. Did it pop up? Yeah, it's up there. I ain't up on my side. I'll read it. Uh, translated from Slovenian. His answer is direct. We were in talks with Dallas. They made an offer, but I decided not to take it. They wanted me to play one game and then sit for the next five. Up, it popped off again. Put it back up. Try to put it back up one more time. See if it's still on my screen. Let's try this again. All right. Uh, wanted them to sit the next five. I know I can still easily play 20 minutes per game. I'm not ready to retire and just sit on the bench in a cheerleading role. He went to say, uh, at the end of the day, they were not able to guarantee that I will play. They told me that I would rather be on the bench. Uh, however, that does not interest me. That's why my signing there was not an option. There you go, Mass fans. That's your answer right there, or why he didn't sign with Dallas. Yeah. King, go ahead. You want to tackle that first, man? Go ahead, bro. What you, what you think? Um, so I take it. A, I take a couple things from it. It's not all negatives. The positive I take from it is that Goran Dragic was going to come to the Mavericks, as we thought um, was going to be the case. He he was going to be here. He talked to the Mavericks organization. It was going to happen. Um, he wanted to play with Luka Doncic. Secondly, though, um, I kind of understand why he, he didn't come, but I do. So the Mavericks are staying are staying pat at what they should do. I kind of under. I didn't. I wanted Goran Dragic to be that type of player. That's what I wanted Goran Dragic to be. And the Mavericks seemed like they were going with that idea as well, being that, that J.J. Barea type play off the bench. 
Like, I didn't want him to be a guy that could constantly play. That's not what he's needed to do. Right. But with the loss of Jalen Brunson, obviously it's like, well, he probably wanted to play more. Uh, but that was the role I originally looked at. Um, what's his name? Goran Dragic to do. Like, it wasn't – that's that's why it didn't really disappoint me as much when I heard the whole story because he didn't – he doesn't want to do what I wanted him to do for the team. So – I'm fine with that. And this also, I'm telling you, it, it either some trade has to happen, or as we talked about Josh Green, there's something in the in the works. What they really believe in Josh, they have to. Like it's no way they're just sitting here. But I also heard about Utah as well. Um, some things going on with possibly Utah. So, um, Gorn, it just wasn't the right fit anymore with JB leaving. Like JB has really turned our offseason, whether we want to admit it or not. Like he may not be the best player ever but he was an important piece for our team at the moment he, he was. And so when we lost him, it just made everything go in the like circles. And now we have to fill holes that we didn't know we had to. We don't want to give guys like going Dragic his promises to be starting at the two guard when he's like 38 years old. Like, why would you do that? That's the same thing of getting a Kimball walk or something like that. Um, So we'll see what they can do. As I talked about the Utah thing, maybe like a Jordan Clarkson or your boy Boyan. Um, they're talking about, but I don't know. I'm not, I wasn't too disappointed about it. I'm disappointed that Luca couldn't get his guy. Um, but I'm more worried about that, that JaVel McGee, Christian Wood thing, man. Like I'm, I'm really worried about that. I don't know if you, if you want to talk about that later on in the show or talk now, but I'm, I'm really yeah, worried about, about it now. This is, this is all part of the free agency moves with, uh, Gorman Dragic. So what you got on it? Uh, I don't know what the right move is because supposedly Jason Kidd has promised JaVel McGee to start in lineup. I don't know why he did, he did that. That I wasn't, why that, I guess that was the way to get him to sign on the team to, to, to lie to him, to get him to do like, like I don't think he's going to lie to him. I think he's going to do it, but like you're going to, you know, it isn't the best situation. You shouldn't put Christian Wood shouldn't be on the bench. He's in a contract here. We've been talking about that as soon as we got him. Like, this guy doesn't want to be on the bench dropping the same numbers or something less. He wants to prove himself so that he can get a bigger contract. Exactly. I, I just – and then we talked about the fit together with the two bigs as far as – this is why we had the, the issue with Miles Turner types and beside a, a, a Christian Wood because now you got a guy that's clogged in the middle while Christian Wood can't do his rolling part, which he's excellent at. So the, the fit doesn't even work. So now they're talking about Dang. bringing – Talked about that too. Yep, and now they're talking about bringing Christian Wood off the bench now because the fit wouldn't work as we talked about, bro, on this show. Uh, Christian Wood being at the four wasn't a good decision. So now they're saying they want to keep the other guys there, Dodo at the four and Reggie at the three, just so Christian Wood can now come off the bench and then replace uh, JaVale McGee and then play the ending role or whatever like that. So basically we have a bench mob of THJ. um, uh, I don't even – Spencer's not on the bench anymore. So it doesn't even – I don't even know, man. Like, I'm I'm really – I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm Jason. Jason Kidd is worrying me right now. If that does like the the stuff that I'm hearing with the Jason Kidd decisions right now is worrying me, and the stuff that he, I don't know. This is some of the Jason Kidd stuff that I don't like that we heard before, and it's like Jason Kidd, come on, man, you can't be doing this to breaking promises and stuff like that. But I'm not gonna jump too hard on it. But this is wild. Like it's it's like starting a fire that's not needed. Like you had Christian Wood here. Like if if JaVale McGee, if we couldn't get him and Christian Wood started, we can find someone else. Like, JaVale McGee is the easier option to find, I feel like, than a Christian Wood. 
why would we want to make Christian Wood unhappy? Like, so that he won't he won't want to sign with us next year if he has a monster year. So we can just get rid of him and like, trade him away or something. Like, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. So that's what got me worried. Okay, I guess I guess me and you switching uh positions this year, I guess. I'm I'm not panicking, bro. First of all, it's July. Yeah, I'm not panicking. starts in October. I'm not panicking. Anything can happen, anything can change. Like we've seen this team make moves late into free agency before. So that, I'm I'm not I'm not sweating on that. Second, after what I've seen this year with this team, with this front office, with this coaching staff, they deserve the benefit of the doubt. Like if Kid and them having a, a, a scheme or have something in mind of what they want to put out on the floor, I'm going to be in the position of wait and see. I mean, yeah, I do. I agree with you. We said, me and you were the, the champions of this. We said that Christian Woods should have been starting at the five. We saw it with KP when he's moved to the five, how that offense took off. And he kind of fits that KP mold. And you put those other guys like the, the Dodos and the Reggies around them. And so do I am I do I agree that JaVel should be starting? No. I I'm with you. I don't know why Kid Nim promised him the starting lineup uh position. Maybe I know it was between them and Milwaukee, where from what I'm hearing, were the choices that was supposed to get JaVel McGee. But the thing is, he wasn't gonna start in Milwaukee either. No. So, I guess he would. I guess he's going to choose Milwaukee because they they won a championship, so he feel like he has a better chance to win a championship over there. Maybe that's why he would have chose Milwaukee over Dallas. But if you're telling me start uh, uh, promising him a starting position just to get him over there, that's a uh, I'm with you on that one. But as far as if kid now the thing is too. So with the starting lineup, we don't necessarily know exactly what the starting lineup is going to be. That. That uh, information came out from Tim Cato. That's that's what got everybody kind of in a, oh, my God, what's going on? Why is this guy starting? Why that guy not starting? So it's yeah. leading the people to speculate. Because the only thing he said was JaVale was going to start. And, and Spencer. Uh, and, yeah, Spencer was going to start. He never said whoever else who else was going to start. I thought, I thought, not to cut you off, but I thought Reggie was going to go to the bench. That's, that's what, what I thought, I thought I was, too. That's what I was, I was getting from it was, okay, Reggie's going to go to the bench. I told you the 76's photo. I said people should start worrying about that one more as far as, like, when he, he liked uh, himself going to the 76s or whatever, and the guy said that stuff, Reggie. I was like, oh, man, they may have talked to Reggie about going on the bench now. We know how Reggie struggled last year when he played on the bench, and he may be getting a little mad about that. That's what I was worried about. I thought the lineup was going to be Luca, um, uh, Spencer, Dodo, uh, Wood, and then JaVale McGee was going to be the lineup, and nobody was going to be short. Like They were going to just pound guys. I thought they were going to do that when they tried. I'm like, okay, we're going to try the LA Lakers uh, philosophy from Three, two years ago or three years ago, whatever it was. But what now talk, the I don't thing, know where the, the, the Christian Wood thing came from going to the bench, but you said Tim Cato. That, 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 okay, so that first, that line you just named off, that was what everybody said after the uh, Jason Kidd comments. Mm-hmm. Then the Tim Cato article came out, and that's when everybody started kind of going in a panic mode, like, well, I thought this guy was starting. I thought that guy was starting. The reason why I think it's going to be that first starting line you just said, where it's Christian Wood at the four. That gives Dallas an extra wing off the bench. Yeah. So that way you keeping Dodo in and you kind of got them interchangeable. Cause last year you had both of them in at the same time and it killed them. Yeah. That means that you're gonna have I, I feel a whole lot more comfortable with um 
with Christian Wood playing more of a wing role than a, a, ins, a inside presence role. Because that way they're, it takes pressure off of him when you got a five behind him that's going to clean all that up. And they're going to AD him. No doubt about to play a lot of zone. He can play – he can sit better in a zone with his length next to a Dodo and next to a uh, JaVale McGee, which is why I'm I'm, I'm kind of leaning more toward – I'm okay with that starting lineup now. You know what I'm saying? Really? And so – and plus, he moves a whole lot better in space. That's what a lot of people have been saying, too. He moves a whole lot better in space compared to you trying to guard and, and play, uh, you know, the post defense or whatever. So I feel more comfortable with the Dodo at the three and then what's the name at the five surrounding him because they play yeah. more zone anyway. And that way it keeps Reggie and Dodo rotating out, which keeps both of them fresh in the playoffs. When's, when's the last time JaVale McGee started? How old are you? No, no, no. It wasn't that, it wasn't that long ago. It was recently. <laughs> it was recently. Yeah. What team was he starting for? Seriously. The, the LA Lakers. Lakers. The Lakers. Lakers. He started for them beside Anthony Davis. His role on that team was to spell Anthony Davis' minutes from being the five until the end of the game. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing, too. Just because he's starting does not mean he's going to get, you know, he'll play 35 minutes or anything. No, 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 no. He's, he's Dwight Powell. He's an upgraded yeah. Dwight Powell. Thanks. He's an upgraded Dwight Powell. So when we had a guy, like you said, uh, playing here and he played better at the five when we wanted to spell his minutes at the five. So now we have that guy with a better a better Dwight Powell yes. that can give him minutes at the five and body guys. And better then rebound, go to the bench better defender. The, yep, yes. Go with the bench in the fourth quarter where we can have that open man lineup and just, just throw bombs at guys. And yes. then Wood plays the five like AD does. Now the missing piece we're still missing is our Rajon Rondo off the bench. And that's why I'm worried about another bell handler. Spencer was supposed to be and- the guy off the bench. Actually, it's two things because if you we we still need we still need one more wing to me like one more solid wing to be in that Reggie Dodo vein. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, well, Maxi. Sorry, we got Maxi. So yeah, we still, still got Maxi too. Yeah, but we need. Bad. I really, I really don't think Spencer's going to start the whole year. I'm telling you, by the end of the year, I don't know who's going to be the two guard. But I think that lineup that we just talked about the. JaVale McGee, the Christian Wood, the Dorian Finney-Smith. I don't know who the two is going to be, though. So it depends on if Tim Hardaway Jr. has his, his miracle year. You know, he comes back and he really is grinding. He's in the gym and all already, he says. So maybe he comes back. He's in that role. Maybe Reggie can somehow be in the, uh, at the two and they just run the Luka, uh, Christian Wood, play awesome defense and run, you know, big man with JaVale McGee as far as pick and roll when they can and space it out like, they may do that and let Reggie play there and just make it a defensive team and just big. Like, we can just be a big defensive team that holds, holds guys at, like, low numbers and just scores with Luka Doncic. We might do that. Like, I've seen a bunch of – I've had an idea of a different bunch of philosophies, I guess, they could take. But um, my ultimate philosophy, like, I would love – I keep saying it to you. I want Josh Green to be a starting two guard, man. I want the best – if the best version of Josh Green becomes Josh Green, I want Josh Green to be a starting two guard. I think he can be that dude. I think he has enough of a vision to get maybe five assists a game if he's a starting two guard. Um, I think he can get a few steals. He can be a steal guy out there as well. Uh, I think he can pester guys if he, especially with his the way he plays defense. He needs to get he needs to get a reputation from the referees and all, like so he can be that pest and he needs to play more where he can be up on guys and up in their grill and all that. So I want him to get more time doing that. And if he gets any type of offensive game. Like you said, he can get double digits a game. Put him in there, man. I want Josh Green as a starting two guy. He's working on this game, so we're going to definitely have to see. Uh, speaking of this roster, King, so 
you sent me this video earlier and i was like yeah we gotta talk about this man uh we're not gonna show the whole entire video like i said because it's like 20 minutes long and that'd be our whole video um <laughs> you sent me uh some comments from brian winhorse podcast from tim mcmahon a lot of you math fans should know tim mcmahon he has been covering the math since uh 1903 so he's he's pretty much uh, plugged into the Dallas Mavericks franchise when it comes to you know moves and personnel and all that type of stuff. So um, there was a comment made where this man I forgot I, I'm sorry I'm blanking on his name. I know Brian. I know Tim. I can't. What was the other guy's name on there? It's uh, Tim. It's some of the B. I think I can't. Think I, think, I think it is some of the B. I can't. I think his name right now from ESPN. But yeah, oh, he made an overall kind of comment about the Dallas Mavericks, which. He, I, I feel like he looks at it in a, in a national's perspective, but we're going to go ahead and play this clip, man, and then we're going to comment on it after that, man. So check this out, y'all. This is where I want to jump in because, to me, this Mavericks team looks a hell of a lot like the Cleveland Cavaliers circa 2006 or seven. There is not young town on this roster. They're out draft picks. They are pretty much stuck cap-wise. Like they can maybe eventually get some salary cap space. But this is not a group going forward where you look at it and say, yeah, this is a team that should be in championship contention. To your point, McMahon, but to me, Dallas could very well be a playing team next year. Yeah. They just let a guy walk who they could have resigned. They repeatedly chose not to extend for a very good number during the mm-hmm. season, completely butchered the negotiations on it, even if you don't think he's worth what they paid and they shouldn't have let him, they shouldn't have re-signed him this summer. They sure as hell should have signed him in January for the extension that he was willing to sign for and they didn't do. So you look at where Dallas is at, to me, it's hard for me to see how this team is going to be a real contender over the next two, three years. And let's say three years from now, that has Luka Doncic with one year left on his contract mm-hmm. with a team that is probably at least as it looks right now, not going to be a contending team. That's to me. That to me is where this is. Well, this is I don't want to look too at. far into the future, but we can just look into the future for this year. And... No, 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 no. I think you have to look into the future. When you, you have, have Luka to Doncic, have a big picture view. Yeah, when you have Luke, look at where we've spent the last two weeks talking about Kevin Durant with four years left on his deal, saying it's time for me to go. We have Donovan Mitchell, three years left on his deal, being put in trade discussions and likely being traded. I'm not saying Luka Doncic is going to ask out of Dallas, but like. If we're in the territory, like you said, he's on his second contract. Unrestricted free agency is on the clock. And right now, if you're a Dallas, if you work for the Mavs or you're a fan of the Mavs, how do you look at this situation and say, here's the path of this team being a championship-level team. Here's the path to getting a second star to play with Luka Doncic, the championship-caliber player. It's just, they made their swing at Chris Porzingis. That didn't work. Jalen Brunson was a nice second-round pick that developed. They then butcher negotiations. He leaves in free agency for nothing. They don't even get a trade exception for him. It, it, I, I would be pretty discouraged right now if I'm a mass fan about the direction of this. Well, y'all heard the comments. I, I, I can't. I'm blanking on the guy's name. I don't. I don't remember his name. Um. Well, King, you heard he said, man. What you what you got to comment on? Uh, what he said. <clears throat> You know I'm I'm the optimistic guy out here usually. Uh so I'm gonna say I don't like how you just said that up front, bro. You got me nervous, King. Go ahead though. But, <laughs> I'ma say he's 
I'm gonna say he's right and he's wrong at the same time. Okay. I'm gonna say he's he's right from the outside looking in and uh comparing us to like the Cleveland Cavalier team. I understand what he's saying as far as we don't. Right now we don't have a bunch of assets. There was a reason Christian Wood was giving up for that that little bit as well. We're we're working on potential a lot here. Like it's it's the truth. We have young guys. It's not that we don't have young talent, but we have young potential talent. We have a guy that's a young phenom that's beside them that's kind of like dimming their light in a bit. That sounds like the JB thing. I love what they said about the JB thing on that show, though, because it showed that it wasn't Luca that really did the JB. That was the JB issue because JB, they said multiple times that he would have got, he would have took the contract from the Mavericks before, which means that he would have played with Luca Doncic and took that contract. The Mavericks just let him show off. So he wanted somebody else wanted him to show off. And so he said, okay. But um it we have guys, like you said, like with a Josh Green, um, uh Christian Wood. These are young guys that may become somebody. We we lost Jalen Brunson for nothing. It's the truth. We were on this show even going about that and saying, Man, the Mavs can't lose Jalen Brunson for nothing. And it's like he we we did. But at the same time, we as the insiders and people that watch the team see stuff like a Christian Wood and see what he is in Houston or what he was in Houston, even before then in Detroit and uh, see the potential, what he can do beside a Luka Doncic, like that he can be an amazing guy. We see the potential. Like we talked about a Josh Green type guy. He puts the game in and all that stuff. He has all the rest of the intangibles. Like he can be that dude. Our other guys though are older guys, the Dodos and all Dodos not gonna get too much better. Um, Reggie's probably not gonna get too much better. Maxi Cleave is not getting too much better. They're older dudes. We got a JaVale McGee now. But the issue back with the Cleveland Cavalier teams is that they were getting guys at the wrong time, I felt like. Um, like Larry Larry Hughes, when they got him, he's going to injuries, and uh, he was never the same again. Uh, neither one of the guys that we just talked about as far as potential are injury prone. Well, I mean, Christian Wood, people say he gets nicked up, but he gets nicked. That's the difference between Knicks and getting uh, injured. Um, but mm-hmm. he's not that. And then also the uh, Cavaliers started getting guys – older as far as like getting Anton Jameson at some point. Uh, he was he was older. Shaquille O'Neal. I think even Ben Wallace maybe at some point. He was old and all that. Like they just kept getting old players on the team and Christian Wood is like you say 26 years old. So he can still develop into something that could be a phenom in this league. So I do understand what he's saying because it's the same thing with like we didn't have the draft pro- like pieces to go trade and get the big boys and all that stuff. We are in a situation but the difference is that we believe in Nico and we've seen the moves that Nico's made so far. And it doesn't seem like he's going to make any other crazy moves, you know, to go against what he's done so far. So I do think he's going to get, you know, get his capital. That's why he isn't, he didn't get rid of a first round draft pick when he got rid of that guy. Um, even when he got uh, Hardy in the off season, he didn't touch a first round draft pick. I think he knows this. Um, I don't think, I think first round draft picks right now are basically untouchable unless we get a superstar. Like I really think the Mavericks aren't going to do that. Um, so the Mavericks know it's a hard position to be in. Like we said, Nico's job is is is, is wild. Like what he's in right now with having Luka Doncic, he's given a gym, and his name will be recognized. Like the 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 reward is so great of what it can be once he actually achieves it. But it's so much of a risk. Like it's it's every little move is going to be magnified. Like we're talking about right now, as far as Brian Windhorst and all that on the show. Like everything you do letting JB go. It could be an ultimate move as far as the cap space, but right now it's just letting them go for nothing. So it's, it's just dealing with all of this right now. And I'm, I'm believing in Nico, man. I'm, I'm keeping a Nico faith. Um, 
I, I still don't think he made too much of a crazy move. I just hate that JB was nothing. Like we got nothing. That 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 hurts. I'm not gonna lie to you. But he doesn't affect the cap. I know people are gonna say that, but we're still over the cap, if that makes sense. So it's like that's the part that hurts. Like so um I'm still believing. I don't think we're too far off. I still think there's a few moves that can be made where we can be right there in the in the in the, the play for something. Um, I don't think we're that far along, but I'm I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like I'm I was in the season last year. I was more optimistic than I am right now in the off season. I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. Right now, it is. He talked about playing the playing game. I mean, it, there are like four, five, six teams or whatever that. The West last year, we were all within like three games of each other. Like, it's not like we get like a 10-game cushion or something like that. So, if other teams got better just by a little bit, as I said before to someone, it's just that's enough to put one team over you. You can still win 50 games next year and be in the play-in. Like, that's how we got the Pelicans coming up. They're talking about the – I don't think they're going to be that great of a team. I think they're going to struggle on defense, but defense is really – your backbone in the, in the playoffs in the, in, the, in the regular season, you're going to get wins based off offense. I think the Pelicans are going to win games. I think the same thing with uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're going to win games based off their talent alone. It may not come in and work in the playoffs and all, like Utah usually doesn't, but they usually win the games and get in the playoffs. It happens. Um, the Clippers are going to return. You feel me? Like, who knows what this Kyrie and LeBron thing? Like, they may not win a championship, but they may be competitive if they get Kyrie and keep LeBron and AD, and AD is healthy. Uh, it's just so many variables. And the West is. Jeremy Grant and, and Damian Lillard might make some noise, you know, in a regular season. You don't know what's going to happen. So right. you do want to add as much talent as you can. And it's like now it's so much of a burden on Christian Wood and Luka Doncic. And it's just nobody on the bench. Like, I'm, I'm, I, we need more moves. We need more moves. As simple as that. <sighs> it's a lot to unpack from what you just said and what I just heard from this video. So when you talk about playing in tournament, now, you said playing tournament. It could be in the playing tournament because the week the West is so deep. So many teams were so close to each other record-wise. It's not because you don't have the talent. It's just because it's one thing here could happen that can alter everything. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact the Clippers were missing Kawhi, that could alter things. The fact that Dame Lillard got hurt, that could alter things. So that we're playing a game of guessing right now. We're playing a game of chance, and that's what everybody's doing right now. Um the thing that I, the, the way I, I took it is like he's speaking as if like we don't have enough talent, so that's why we're going to be in the play in. Not the fact that the West is the deepest conference in the league from one to 14, damn near, you know what I'm saying? Not 15, 14 or whatever. And so, you know, every night is going to be a, a, a fight. So, um, look, this, this is my thing. I'm with this. This is the part that I, I well, see. Tim, Timmy, man, brought this up. I didn't play that part in the in the video. This is a different regime. Now, I understand people look at it as a whole, as the Mavericks in general. You have the same owner, so you look at it as a whole. This is a different regime. Nobody wanted to play for Rick Carlisle. We see that now in the NBA with the Indiana Pacers that nobody wants to play with. The team players want to leave the Indiana Pacers because they don't want to play with Rick Carlisle. We talked about this uh, what, a little bit, about, probably what, about a month ago. We talked about the way Donnie ran the franchise at the GM. As time went on, he started mishandling a lot of the assets. How many times did we see, oh, Dow just traded 85 assets for this one player? 
when we did that for Rondo, you literally cleaned, cleaned out your cover. And people were saying that, look, if you make this Rondo trade, it's got to work because you're cleaning out your cupboard when you do this. The KP thing, we're still suffering from that. And I'm telling you, that was one of the main reasons why he got fired. That KP trade, that's one of those trades I was telling you, we talked about before. That is a make or break trade. That's like the Rudy Gobert trade. You're mortgaging your future or big chunks of your future if you make this trade. If it works, you look like a genius. If it doesn't work, that's a fireball offense. And Donnie is the proof of that. And so... That's why I'm not I'm not on that train of panicking. There, there's a reason why we got Nico in here because of his relationships. We talk about the league being about relationships. We talk about yeah. a lot of these guys, you picking these guys up because of the relationship with their agents. You know what I'm saying? For the longest, Dallas picked up players who all were under the same agency for, for the longest. And so now you you have this guy who has a relationship with different agents around the league. Then on top of that, you have a coach that a lot of the players respect and want to, want to play for. And so it's easy to say that, oh, Dallas should have got somebody in here. They did it. They do it. They failed. We talked about this before, too. We're in a position right now that Donnie them left us in where Nico is only playing with 25 cents. I, I, what can I get for this, this, uh, this dime, these two dimes and a nickel? What can I get for this? This is all I got left. This is all Donnie left me with. You know what I'm saying? Donnie left you covered, uh, Bear, and he left you with no money. So it's like, what am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm, trying, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. Yeah. Now – what he's trying to do is stay afloat until we're able to get those guys. And I'm guaranteeing you, if we were able to get those guys, Nico would have jumped on it. And he said that before in multiple uh, interviews. It's like, bro, I, I'm only working with this. <laughs> this is all I have to work with. And it's not Nico's fault. This is what he was given going into this situation. And for us to kind of just be like, oh, man, Nico, you should have got this guy, got that guy. It's easy for us to say that, but we don't know the sick, the search, uh, don't understand the situation that Nico was put in. And yep. for me, I feel like Nico did a great job. Because how many times do we talk about Donnie didn't make these kind of moves like this for a, a Christian Wood, a Reggie yeah. uh, Bullock, you know, guys like that. He didn't make those kind of moves. It was either I'm getting LeBron or I'm getting this mouse right here for a year. That didn't work? Yeah. Okay. If I don't get – I'm going uh, for KD, I didn't get KD, well, I'm going to get this mouse right here for a year. And it's like, bro, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff he, we were working with. You know what I'm saying? And so – then you mishandling the, the uh, contract. Like you said, how many times we talked about this? Why in the hell did you give uh, – matter of fact, it's two contracts. Why did you give the uh, White Powell those contracts? Why? Now, Why? guess what? That's another thing they said in the video, too, that we didn't, I didn't uh, play. We are now 10 to $12 million over the luxury yeah. tax. Yeah. King, can you tell me how much the White Powell makes? Uh, $10 million. We wouldn't be. I mean, uh, that's all I'm saying. Man. That's all I'm saying. Just, you got to make sense with it, bro. You got to look at the whole entire picture, bro. So that's what that's what I'm talking about. So like, Dwight getting paid more than Maxi, bro. And who who didn't play in the playoffs, King? I'm sorry. Dwight. I'm sorry. Who has not been playing in the playoffs with multiple S's? Dwight. See what I'm saying? So that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, bro. It's like, let's just. Everybody, calm down. I understand. Uh, also, there's a clip there that, uh, that I didn't play. Um, Timmy Mann said that Luca made some comments about the free agency, and that's kind of got people kind of nervous too. Look, man, I, I'm I'm sticking with this belief that I don't I don't think Luca like I'm not saying he's not gonna ever leave, but I don't think Luca's gonna leave anytime soon. No, I think I think Luca's comfortable here. I think he trusts the front office. Now, the fact that 
yeah, he let go of Boban, like that guy was saying in the video. If y'all, if y'all, I need to go back and watch the whole entire video, y'all. Yeah. I couldn't play the whole thing. Like I said, it's like 20 minutes long. The fact that they let Boban go, that's his best friend. They didn't keep uh, Igor, who was like a mentor to him, and, you know, he went to Brooklyn. They didn't sign Goran Dragic. Listen to me, bro. Luka is a competitor. He's a competitor. <laughs> I don't sit there and say I don't think Luca's sitting there like you know what they got rid of Boban, I'm leaving. No. What did Boban do for us this year, King? Nothing. Did Boban help you get to the Western Conference Finals? Not at all. Now, if he's mad about anybody leaving, I think it's JB. Not saying like he 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 mad at the Mass front office for letting him go or whatever, but just in general of him leaving, I think he'll be more upset with that. Why? Because he actually helped you win games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Boban didn't help you win games. That's cool. I can play along with you, dance with you on TikTok and all that stuff. That's cool. I could do that with you over the offseason. I still got your number. Yeah. We can still fly and see each other, bro. That's not that's not the issue. I'm trying to win games here, man. Is Boban helping me win games? No. Is JB helping me win games? Yes. So I'm going to be a little bit more upset about that. Now, what led to that, that's a totally different discussion. You know what I'm saying? Or what happened. I still feel like that was more on the, the previous regime more than Nico in them. You know what I'm saying? And so like I said, Nico's put in a situation, bro, where he's having to clean up all this trash that was in this house before Donnie moved out. Donnie got holes in the wall, stains on the carpet, you know, blood in the in the tub, whatever, bro. It's just all kind of crazy stuff going on right now. And now you asking him to go in here and move people in <laughs> with just kind of cleaning up as best he can, bro, with what he got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, that's, I'm not, that's how I look at it, bro. Yeah, I'm not I'm not blaming Nico at all yet. Nico still has an uh No, I'm not saying decision. you are, but a lot of people are starting yeah. to do that, bro. And it's like nah. really every time he's coming to play up uh, uh to bet, he's hit. Like Nico, this that wasn't his strikeout. That JB thing should have been done. That wasn't that wasn't his strikeout. So I'm not uh I'm not Because remember, he it wasn't him that signed the original contract. He's like, bro, yeah, why the hell That's what I'm saying. He didn't make that he didn't make that mistake him. with uh Jaden Hardy. Guess what? Jaden Hardy got a uh uh was a team or player. He got a, he got a, uh, he restricted his last year. Well, yeah, restricted, restricted. Yeah, either way, go he restricted. So yeah, you're it's right. Team. Yeah. So he get the uh, yeah they set it up the right way. That whole JB thing the first time he was offered the contract and they took it away that wasn't Nico. The second time they offered it was after the uh, the um, Dorian Finney Smith contract that was Nico, and JB said no, let's ride it out now. So. I'm not mad at Nico. Nico's done nothing. I wish, like I said, we could have got something out of the JB thing, but JB was unrestricted. So at the end of the day, that was Donnie's decision to make him unrestricted, and he, you got to bet on Donnie. That wasn't his fault. So I'm not mad at Nico at all. Nico hasn't done anything. We still trust in Nico. Um, I still believe Nico's going to make moves, like you said. I can see by the outside, they're looking like, that's why I said the outside looking in. They were looking at it as if the old, just the Dallas Mavericks. You feel me? Like, they're not and the little details and all about what's going on is just the Dallas Mavericks. So if I see the Dallas Mavericks doing Dallas Mavericks things, I'm going to call them the Dallas Mavericks. So I don't think Nico is the problem. I think he'll change that. That'll change with time. I don't think we're going to lose Luka Doncic over that. Smaller um, example, when when Toby lost Bobby, he still signed that contract. Yep. So, um, I mean, that don't, <laughs> that don't mean anything. Like, you, it's a business. So Luke is going to be here at least through this contract, I think. Uh, I think we have to stay competitive throughout this contract. Like, I don't yeah. think Luke is going to want to play in and then start being in the play in again, again, and again through the end of this contract and then sign again after that. 
But if we stay competitive during this run of this contract, um, I do think he signs the next one. Uh, now, that's if we haven't won a championship by then, by the time he's won the next champion, I mean, got his next contract, which is going to be that ridiculous super max by then, whatever it is. Um, yeah, he's probably going to make close to $100 million a year, man, like the way it's seeming right now. But um, when he gets that contract, that's when I'll start worrying if we haven't won a championship about Luka Doncic may ask for a trade eventually. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. They, they definitely got to continue to stay competitive. Yeah. Um, like I said, never wouldn't mind getting more, uh, you know, assets or whatever, or, or more talent. Excuse, we talked about that before. Just getting more talent in here, man. That way, it makes Luca's game easier. That way, um, if you do want to go after somebody, you can flip a lot of those uh, those assets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like I said, you just it's trusting I, Nico, man. Yeah, Bro, and that's what I'm really doing. Like I said, Nico Nico is doing things with, like I said, this this the two dime and these nickels that he found under the couch cushions, bro. Like he he fed the whole entire family, bro, with this mm-hmm. the two dimes and a nickel, bro. So yeah. that's why I said I'm look, I, I'm gonna wait. We've seen this team make late moves before, and another thing too, I was gonna touch on the reason why you see these guys like that make these comments about the Mavericks. What's the one thing I've been telling you this whole time about Dallas when it comes to them making moves? Dallas keeps everything keep tight. Everything mm-hmm. So that's why you see these speculations and rumors coming out. Because, yeah. look, nobody's saying anything to us. So it's kind of like when we were talking about uh, Kyrie. If Kyrie, you don't you don't kind of address the media, then guess what the media's going to do? They're going to speculate. Yeah. And that's what yeah. they're doing with Dallas. We don't know what Dallas does. We don't never know what Dallas is going to do until it happens. Yeah. And so if we don't know what you're going to do, we got to start speculating. Oh, Luca's unhappy. Who told you that? How do you know? Because we keep everything tight lip over here. So how do you know that? You say, oh, well, he took Boban away. He's unhappy. Oh, okay. So you speculate. Bet, bet, bet. Okay, it's fine. Everybody, everybody titled to whatever they think. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. Could be true. Could be not. You know what I'm saying? But you speculate. At the end of the day, you speculate. We don't, we don't know. And I told you before, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with it. I like the fact that whenever they do something, it's like, oh, oh, okay. You know, instead of like, oh, we've we been here like the Knicks. Oh, we constantly hearing this happening. And then if it don't happen, ah, oh, dang, bro, we supposed to get this guy. And then you got fan yeah. bases up here mad. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool plus with it, it that way. Plus it raises the price. You see yeah. what they're trying to get for Donovan Mitchell now? Oh <laughs> the God. Knicks about to be foolish. The and, Knicks and are, you're I right mean, about that. It does raise the price up. Because now what they're talking about, giving, you got to give us all eight of them, bro. They talking about seven Have I been saying this whole week? Oh, the, uh, New York got eight uh, first-round picks. Oh, you do, huh? And like you said, what price is, keep going up. You're going to need that eight, bro. What is KD going to be then, 12 first-rounders? Bro. You're going to be done for 24 years? Bro, I'm trading for KD? I'm sorry, King. I'm not I'm not giving uh, Donovan Mitchell. I'm not giving up it's eight first-rounders. You know what that tells Mitchell. me, King? For eight first rounds, you better win right now. Not right now, King. Right now. The Knicks ain't winning right now. That's oh uh, no no no. You better for eight for eight first rounds. You better win right now. They That's might. Fight you better win right now. Who's here? I'm sorry. I'm not giving up eight eight they, first rounds, King. They might. They might fight for a top four seed. That's about it. Might. Yeah, they might fight might. for a top four seed. That's, That's it. a That's huge might. It. That ain't a championship level squad, though. I'm not. That's no. seven first round draft picks. That's wild. And you're going to give up some capital, like regular guys. Like you're not yeah. just going to give up the first round picks. You got to give up guys to match his contract. So, wow. 
if the if if Utah, bro, if Utah gets trades away Donovan and gets the Knicks from that, and gets uh uh had the already the Minnesota draft picks that they got for Rudy Gobert, this guy Danny Ainge, I don't know what he's gonna do with the draft picks. They're probably gonna sit on them forever. But this uh, guy gets the thing. So, Danny Ainge is a good drafter, bro. This guy gets so many, but he gets a bunch of draft picks. He loves building through the draft, like he. But uh, they about to have so they about to have like twenty draft picks. You said okay, see, something like that. They about to be OKC, oh, right, but they they, they 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 Utah. I think you talking about. I think you talking about OKC. I'm sorry, my bad. My bad. But we need to get. We might be able to get Joy Clarkson though. I think we need him right now. That's actually huge. But truthfully, if we get him, I don't want him to be on the bench. I want him to start. I'll take him. I don't want Spencer Dinwiddie to start. Like, and we, I was going to say this, too. Like, because I heard when everybody was getting mad about the uh, Goran thing, to be honest with you, I'd rather, ta- I'd rather, and people, y'all know how I feel about Patrick Beverly. I'd rather have Patrick Beverly than Goran Dragic, bro. As far he's as right now, longer. what we need, yeah. yes. Yeah. I want to go and Dragic. He's, he's, he's played more minutes. Yes. And he plays defense. And Patrick Beverly can start. Yeah, and he can start. He can start at the two guard. Like it's a it's a guy that can start and be a pass. I know we don't like him when we're playing against him, but we'll love him when he's on our team because he'll be he'll get all those calls, those weird when you're like, oh, Patrick Beverly got that. And he brings a he brings a defensive like like energy to the team. Can you imagine Patrick Beverly and JaVel, JaVel McGee's an energy guy already? Put him in a structured defensive uh scheme with an energy guy, a defensive energy guy like a Patrick Beverly. You got two energy guys surrounding bro. Luka, bro. Like Then you switch out Dodo and Reggie at the three. Yes. And you can't oh, tell me he no. won't help Dodo and Reggie bro, We need as far as making need. them better defensively. Look what he did to Minnesota. Bro, we had the best defensive Minnesota team. Minnesota was nowhere yet. near being a defensive team, bro. He gets over there, and now these guys are a solid defensive team. We'd have the best defensive team in the NBA, and then we'd have a top 10 offense probably still, too, just with Luka Doncic. That's what and, I'm saying and, to you. Like, and he can shoot around uh, 37, 38% on threes. My Can't issue is my issue is it's, it's, it's back to Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie shouldn't be starting. And it's not against his skill. It's not because of his skill. It's because of his role. If you take him off, even if you got a Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. ain't going to play well together on the bench, who's setting them up? Who's setting these dudes up? That's what I'm like. You got to think about roles and positions. Like, there's nobody on the bench to set these guys up. Spencer needs to be a point guard on the bench that can come and create for the bench unit. Some if we don't if Spencer's starting, there's nobody to play that role. There's no secondary screw a secondary ball handling in the starting lineup. There's no ball handling off the bench other than Frank Nilakina. So you're saying Frank Nilakina is going to be the one in charge of getting Tim Hardaway Jr. and, and Christian Wood set up? You want that? I don't. That's not his role. That's not the role I want for Frank Nilakina. I agree, bro. All right, man, we almost to an hour. Had a lot to touch on. All right, man, we're going to go ahead and get these questions and these comments. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, if you guys have a question or a comment, go ahead and hit us with that WTM, guys. We'll go ahead and uh, hop right on into this here so we can get this thing going. We already almost to an hour already. All right, King, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, K-Dub says, uh, did you guys see the Luca interview? Also, Luca partying with Gore and, and Shaq. Yeah, um, like I said, we didn't see the, the interview. I don't know, King, you saw the interview? No, I didn't see that. I heard uh, Trent, the, like you did. Tim and Man brought it up on the, on that podcast. Like I said, guys, go back and listen to that uh, podcast on uh, on ESPN's uh, YouTube channel with Brian Windhorse. Uh, he talked about the some of the comments Luca made, and we just kind of touched on it there, man. Um, I, I, I think Luke's going to play out his contract here. 
And then after that, I don't know. But yeah. I think we still have some time to get this thing right. Uh, they're saying that we might have cash space back in 2023-24. So um, I, I think Nico will make a move before then. It, every year there's a disgruntled superstar. Like we said before, all somebody has to do is say, I want to go to Dallas. So yeah. there you go. Uh, Big Pack, what's good? He says, uh, what do you guys think about Lucas' comment? Yeah, we just talked about that a uh, bit. Um, I, I, it's, it sounds like to me, too, that Lucas putting his faith in Nico and them. So, yeah. Yeah. Same thing I'm doing. I don't know about anybody else, but I, I, I trust Nico and them, man. <laughs> I, I really feel like as soon as Nico gets that sliver of light, I think it's when he's going to attack. So, what you like to see? Uh, Vic says uh, JB really went from being a number two uh, to a genera- uh, to a generational superstar to being a number two to Walmart D Wade. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. What it's what looking like. What that mean? That mean he got the possibility of being a number one. Ah, Ooh, shots fired. Mm. Shots fired. The guy that's going it's going to take seven hundred first round picks to get. <laughs> ben, what's good, man? He said Jaden Hardy needs to work on his handle and not getting sped up, rushing shots. A.J. Lawson is more a complete player uh, right now. Uh, we say right now uh, we can actually play in rotation. Yeah. Um, I, I think A.J. Lawson been in the league for a little bit now, huh? Or been out of the, out of college for a little bit now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a little bit more, like like King said earlier in the video, he's a little bit more efficient, which is why we were, I was saying, we were saying being like, do not put the expectation on this kid right now. He's not ready. He's not ready. There's a reason why he was a second round pick. You know what I'm saying? Like he is completely, completely raw. He still needs to be developed, y'all. Still needs to be developed. Yeah. Now, I don't want y'all to give up on the kid. Let's let this, let's let this coaching staff, who's known for developing, let's let them get their hands on this kid and see what they can do. Uh, you got some of the mad players kind of going up to him and kind of giving him some advice and talking to him and stuff like that. So they I think they see the potential in this kid too. So yeah. let's just wait and see. Let's, let's give him a few years, man, to see what he can do, man. He has the potential. He just got, like you said, uh, Ben, that's a couple of things he need to clean up, you know. So yeah. let's just see. Let's wait and see. His, his ceiling. Basically what we're saying is uh, Jaden Hardy's ceiling is higher than everybody else's. Yeah. Because he is talented. He definitely talented. Yeah. <clears throat> Johnny B was good, man. Since Lawson has uh, been the best player on the summer league team. Uh some 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 lead team. Uh, if he does he get does. a two way, somebody should. Uh, somebody don't get, if he doesn't get a two way, somebody should fire him. Get fired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna get it. I think he's gonna get it, bro. I think it's. I think it's a no brainer. Uh, yeah. Lost your guy. Yeah. Most is right. Yeah, most is right. Gone, bro. Uh, let's move B on. Guy. He gave up on him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, man. Johnny people uh, gave up on him uh, day one. <laughs> That's he gave up on day one, bro. Like I was like, bro, oh, it's like that, Johnny B. You giving up on him already, bro? Like, come on, man. <laughs> after after he dropped that twenty eight in game one, bro. Uh, bro, lot was good, man. He said, "What's up?" I still believe Hardy will be a contributor by the playoffs. Uh, he said, "But what's up with the uh, coaching in the summer league? Seems like all we do is is uh turning the ball, the over. ball over." I mean, it's because it's, it's I was just gonna say, bro, it's because the guys that aren't used to coaching. Like the one game we were competitive in was, was, was coach Sweeney was uh, coaching it. But after that, it's been like Jared Dudley and all like Jared Dudley's. Like, no, no, no. It was Sweeney. Years. It was, um, uh... I thought the first game it was Sweeney. No, no, no. It was, What's the dude's name. You seen the picture of him. You know what I'm talking about. He did the first two. 
And then they let but, Dud. It's been Dud doing it, Dud, like two years out of being from being an NBA player. So, and I so I don't expect that much from him. It, exactly. So, okay. So the thing is, bro, like if you heard some of the comments, matter of fact, Jason Kidd made it at, I want to say day two of uh, some, it's either day two or day one. He made the comments. They're rotating those guys out because they're trying to get them a chance to get a feel of coaching and see that, if that's what they want to do. Summer League, you, if they lose Summer League, what, there's no ramification from you losing Summer League. It's all about yeah. developing, and it's not just the players, it's the coaches too. It's giving those guys an opportunity to develop, kind of get a feel of it. Hey, if this is what you want to do, cool. If not, you know, you can move on or whatever. So that that's why it's like that. And as far as, like, turning over and all that stuff, come on, man. These are all, like, rookies and undrafted players trying to make teams, bro. It, this is not a polished <laughs> – uh, finished product, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if this was an NBA, then yeah, they give them as many turnovers and fouls and all that stuff. And yeah, I don't understand. You know, you still got ball movement issues, spacing issues. Cause you got to remember, too, all these guys are trying to show what they can do. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why it's kind of a lot of, oh, you missing passes and all that type of stuff. Cause, like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do my thing here so I can get a job, too, just like you. So, Yep. There's not a lot of structure to it, man. It's just a lot of guys going out there trying to play, trying to develop, and trying, trying to show what they can do. Trying to get a job. Yes, sir. That's what they're trying to do. Uh, Johnny B says, speaking of Lawson, today is his birthday. Oh, hey, yo, oh, he got his birthday circled and everything, huh, Johnny B C? I'm, I'm telling Moses right, bro. Telling Moses right. It's getting out of hand out here, man. Uh, K Dub says, Mass are st- uh, stuck. They got three years to do something big, otherwise, Luca might have a look around at uh, let's see, at where he could go, maybe LA, may, uh, maybe Miami. I'm telling you, um, he's going to he's going to sign his next contract. Listen, I will, I will almost bet my house on it, but I ain't gonna do that because wild stuff happened. And I put it up, King, but uh, I'm telling you, he's, he's going to sign the next contract. Now, after the next contract, we've seen now that guys may ask for a trade one year into the contract or whatever like that, but he's going to sign that next contract because that next contract is going to be, like, ridiculous. He <laughs> might make it, like, 70, 80 million, man. That's what I'm saying, man. He's going to be close to it. Uh, Johnny, it seemed to go uh, up, Johnny like, 10 B. mil. Hold on, before you go, it seemed to go up, like, 10 mil every year. So, yeah, by the time we like... get there, it may be, like, to a, that's what I'm saying, close to 100 mil. That's, that's, I, mean, that's I don't stupid. even know what to say. Uh, Johnny, he says, a kid, a kid benches Wood this season will start off on a bad foot. Like, what coach prioritizes the seventh best player over the clear cut number two? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. And Johnny, that's why I'm saying, bro. Like, I'm hearing these rumors, like, oh, they want to start Reggie and all this sort of stuff over, you know, and, and then start McGee. I just don't. But yeah, that's that's what I I'm don't know. Too, I, I, I think he's starting. I think he's starting at the four. That's what I was saying too, bro. If this was if this was Houston, say if this was Houston and Christian Wood was still there, and they picked up Javale McGee and Stephen Silas uh, said he was going to start Javale McGee over Christian Wood, you think they were foolish? Yeah. And you'd have every right to think they were foolish. That's why I'm telling you, I'm sitting there like, if that's if Jason Kidd's planning to do that and not have Wood start, like you could start the McGee at the four and Wood at the five and see if that works, and then if it doesn't work, just switch it out after that, whatever. Just to have those guys both playing. But if he benches Christian Wood over JaVale McGee, like, that's stupid. It is what it is. Yeah, because he's, he's your second best player. Like, yeah. not just because of the numbers, but talent-wise, he's your second, second best, best player, player on the team. That's stupid. Yeah, I, I, I think he started, bro. I, I in, really a, in a contract year. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. In the contract year, you risk the fact of like if he does contribute, I get further than you did. You risk him leaving because he, you know he's gonna get paid. You're yeah. risking him leaving and getting a better contract somewhere else, or, or being put in a better situation somewhere else, and then you're back to square one again because you lost JB. Turn around, lose him. Then what you gonna do? There's not Christian Woods growing on trees out here every day. Hey y'all, everybody! Before the season starts, uh, to back piggyback on what Ro just said, uh, when we watch this whole season go, Christian Wood is a unrestricted free agent next year. What was that? What was that? You word you used? Unrestricted, just like you guys know. Again, so when next season oh, turns a, around, word out here on in, 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 he's a, in he, mad fandom. It's a cuss word, man. <laughs> that is a cuss word, bro. Red Rollout says, "I agree, King, about uh, catch and shoot guy. That's why I think he will contribute." He said, I think he still uh, has a uh, – what did you say? Still has a – a couple of years to be a ball handler in the league. Yeah, bro, bro I, I kind of disagree, bro. It, from what I've seen in, in in summer league, he has a lot to work on, man. And, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he can, um, you know, get it all together by the playoffs, but I just don't see it. I just don't see it because not only for you to get it, that means you have to get opportunity to get it to go out there and play. And I just don't see him having that type of opportunity this year. Now, we sat Josh Green out last year. He'd been in the league, what, at that time, what, two years now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're talking about a second-round rookie this year getting more opportunity than him? I just – I can't see that, man. That's why I said it's going to probably take some time to get him, you know, up up to that that part that everybody kind of thinks that he can get to. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it's all mindset, though, Reggie. Um if he has the mindset of a, of a you know a killer wants to go out there and oh, do, he do. His thing, yeah. and um he wants to learn and all maybe by the end of the season with playing behind planning the team and playing behind Luca and other guys he learn and he'd be a part of that it could happen I'm not disagreeing with that um but I, I do disagree a little bit with what I was saying right now with this team is the way it's currently constructed and knowing Spencer Dinwiddie's going to start I do think he's going to have a big role in the team no matter what I think the guy that he's competing with is Frank Nolakina. And I think Frank Nilakina has to like if Spencer starts, Frank is the only like ball handler guy right now we have as a as a guard, point guard, anything at all that can play off the bench and set guys up. And it'll be just Jaden Hardy battling Frank Nilakina. So if Frank has a tough stretch, gets hurt, anything like that, then it's Jaden Hardy instead. So I do think he'll have time to show because he's only battling one guy right now because we have no no other guy. That Spencer starting it messed J JB leaving you screwed just, the whole oh thing up. God. It screwed I, the whole thing up. JB leaving made Spencer Dinwiddie start, which then meant Bruh, I told you I told you when he got drafted. I told you when he got drafted. I said he has to be that dude, Jaden Hardy, because he's going to have a big he's going to have big shoes to fill now that Jalen Brunson is left. When Jalen Brunson left, they put Spencer Dinwiddie in the starting the, as a two guard. Because he shouldn't really be the starting guy, but they have no other option really right now to do it. Because unless you put Tim Hardaway Jr. there, unless Tim Hardaway goes off and he goes there, Spencer Dinwiddie has to go back to the bench, or we have to find another ball handler. It has to happen, or we have nothing. And right now, they want to have two ball handlers in the starting lineup at least, because with Luca doing it by himself, it it, it it hurt him as far as guys were just attacking him. So they want to put Spencer in the starting lineup, but then you lose everything on the bench. So, yeah, man. Jaden Hardy got a big step to make. He got to be somebody off the bench, be able to produce and pass the ball to folks or something, or we need someone else. <sighs> Cuz, we're good, man. So, glow game, top of the morning. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. Well, he didn't beat his he just missed my whole day up with that one, bro. Hey man, that's the truth. Uh Todd, anyway, uh C Woods is an all star. Uh do you see any way that he's an all star this year? Uh, we could. You just gotta see, man. The West is so deep. So we just gonna have to see. He got the potential. He got he's on a better team, so he gets more eyeballs. So that's that's one thing. We had especially if Dallas had, is winning. We had conversations about that other guy possibly making an all star game last year. So it's a chance if he goes out and plays. The thing is, is that he got he got to compete with like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George now. Yeah, because yeah, remember it's not it's it's front court, back court. So he got yeah. two other, three other, you know, two other people he got to compete with or whatever at that position. So. Uh, Johnny B says, uh, but to be fair to Hardy, he's getting trapped a lot out there. The defense is predicting towards uh, predicting towards him every Predic- night. I'm uh, predicated. I'm the league. Nobody. Oh. Predicated, I was saying. Oh, predicated. Okay, I'm sorry. Predicated towards him every night. I'm the league. Nobody really plays defense, and he uh, won't be uh, focused on defense. Uh, focus, be the focus of the defense, which is pretty much saying. Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. He get a little bit more uh, free looks on offense because he's. I don't like people saying that though, bro. Like people, people. I keep hearing a lot of folks saying, like defense is is defense is better in the in the summer league. Absolutely not. There's no way Johnny B defense is not better in the summer league. Bro. If that was the case, everyone that dominates in summer league should be dominant in the regular season. Everybody that's dominant puts up 20-something points a game. A.J. Lawson should come in the league and be dominant then because he's dominating the summer league. That means I know Chet is going to be dominant. All the, like Chet really going to be a beast. If that's sure. what we talk about, that's that summer league thing because, no, nah, man, it's different defenders and guys play different defenses based on how, how much you get the ball. So if he's going to get the ball a lot on the team, then defenses are going to come at him harder defenses with guys that are more athletic. Because he's the guy that holds the ball more. So he has to change his game up depending on what he wants to be. If he's a catch-and-shoot guy, then, yeah, it'll be easy, wide-open shots. But if he's going to be a dribbler and a playmaker, it's going to be tougher for him in the NBA. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That is true. Uh, ben says, to be frank, he just, just turned 20 a few days ago. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. still young. That's why I said he's, he's still young. Yeah, yeah, nobody gives him. Years. It's years for a project. yes. That's why I just said I want everybody to temper their expectation, man. Like he finna come in here and be uh JB right now. So we gotta y'all see it in summer league. Now, also too, let me uh, let me give y'all a little bit of glimmer of hope too. How many times have we seen people struggle in the summer league and then come out and ball during the regular season? Prime example. I'm not saying he's gonna be this guy, but LeBron, y'all. If y'all remember LeBron in summer league, LeBron struggled in the summer league, did not look great. And a lot of people are like, oh, maybe he shouldn't have been number one, maybe he should have been Carmelo. And then, of course, we see what LeBron did for the rest of his career. So, Trey Young, yeah, oh, that's prime example too. Trey Young, Trey Young looks horrible, horrible in, in something. They killed this dude. They were killing him. Talking about, oh man, Lana should have got Luca or whatever. And so, they still and then yes, he got Trey Young. Dude, so, yeah. <laughs> they still should have got Luca, but still should have got Luca. But yeah, uh, Ty says Hardy can be an easy bucket. I think he uh, what is it? Uh, I think it'll, it'll be, be him and Green competing Green. for minutes. I told y'all, this is going to help Josh Green. I, this is going to help Josh Green. Jaden Hardy, that's why you get young talent as well. They help each other. It's competition and all that. Like, guys want to be the best. This is going to help Josh Green. Hardy's going to be – I think Hardy's going to be nice. Like, I think he's going to be a decent player and all. It's just 
you got to pump the brakes. I know Luca is so young and so great. That's not the usual process of a player, though. Luca is an anomaly. Anomaly. And it's not even that. Trying to say like, it's not even just that. It's like players now when they come into the league. Look how quick these like like the Tatum's, the 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 Trey Youngs, the Lucas. You know, all these young guys come in at like nineteen and automatically. You know what I'm saying? And so they're people are saying like, oh, if you're young and you you uh you've been known for having talent, you gotta be those guys. And it's like that's but they they top five picks though, bro. Yeah, that's the difference. They're they're a top five pick. Like Chet, if he comes in, one of those guys is going rookie of the year probably. You feel me? One of the top picks. It's it is what it is. It happens. But even like a Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard developed. He got to be in the system, right? He was that first just a defensive machine. And then he got to work more and more on his, his mid-range shot with his huge hands. So I was gripping the ball and getting that shot off. And it became automatic for him where he he got – so not to compare him to Kawhi Leonard. No, Josh but I Green, see what you're saying, though. Yeah. But Josh Green had all the intangibles at first. And Kawhi Leonard, when it worked on that one thing, that mid-range or just jump shot completely with his hands and saying, you know what, this is a machine now. Make it a move. I feel that same way with Josh Green. You give Josh Green some type of offensive move that he can go to. Some people will be like, man, Josh Green will get to that floater. Say if Josh Green got to that fake, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy Man, he do need to develop a floater, though. That guy with the floater. Who's the guy that always supposedly had the floater? Justin uh, Jackson that never made oh, it, yeah. though. For some reason, they always say it's automatic, but he never makes it. And I'm like, what's going on? How is he an automatic guy? But if he gets to that notion where he has an automatic floater, like Justin Jackson oh, allegedly God, had, <laughs> then he uh, he'd be a beast. I'm just telling you, man, like. I don't. They will always, mock, especially uh, uh, Derek. Derek Harper would always be like, "Man, an automatic floater." Uh, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, if he had an automatic floater, he'd be starting, man. Like, stop. Hey, he wouldn't be in the summer league right now. He playing the summer league right now. <laughs> exactly. He's dominating the summer league. He's dominating the G League. He did get his championship oh, and all. He's like the most God, dominant bro. guy that shouldn't be playing. Like he's a yeah. beast, man. His oh, accolades are amazing. God. Justin Jackson accolades are amazing. Oh, big man, up to Justin. Uh, big up to Justin, man. Jesus, boy. This thing just jumped. <laughs> Took a while, man. They don't mind, too. That boy Justin Jackson did. Oh, it might let me go back up either. Okay, y'all. I'm sorry. He jumped on us and it's not letting me go back up, so I might miss some of y'all. Oh, my God. We got 162 cards. Okay, Keith, let's get through these. Because uh, I already almost 12 o'clock. Here we go. Johnny B says, King Josh is not that guy, bro. He said he's in the same boat as Hardy to me. He might not be that guy. But I I mean No, we're not he not we're not asking him to be that guy. But we definitely asking him to be a contributing rotation guy. Cause we need him. Gather what you just yeah. said. You got me thinking now, like, Jesus, boy. Broken um They gotta make Josh a trade. Green. We gotta make a trade. They, they they do. I'm telling you, you need another ball handler. Oh, can Josh God. Green can Josh Green dribble better than Clay Thompson? That you took too long, so I know the answer. Yes. Clay Thompson not really uh, a dribble though; he like a, a, a screen guy. And that's fine. He scored fifty points off of like what three what, dribbles or something. You're you're right. And what what position does Clay Thompson play? Like what small forward? No, he played two guards. Right, go uh, he played two guards. So and I think Josh Green can dribble better than him. So Josh Green can play two guards beside Luca. They just got to get him, get him get him together with some type of jump shot. He'll be fine. And my thing is, I don't want him to be a guy that, that I don't think he's going to drop twenty a game, but I think he can get the double digits. If he's a guy that gives his double digits and plays defense, another like a 2.0 of Dodo. That's what I thought we all said. Uh, a version of Dodo that can do a little more as far as playmaking and all that stuff. The future. The future of Dodo. His position. We want a guy that's going to fill Dodo's position 
at when Dodo gets old. And that's what Josh Green should be. Uh, Logan says, uh, what's your biggest concern so far with the roster? They got rim defenders and rebounders. I understand that JB left. I honestly think Dallas should uh, try to get Pat Bell. Pat can improve a team. And that's what, I, that's what we said. Get like a Pat Bev. He's cheap too. And he's all, he got one year left. Get a guy like that. That can kind of help a little bit with the ball handling. I ain't saying he JB with the ball handling, but he can handle the ball. And he plays defense. That, that'll that uh enhance your defense. Because right now, we we need a ball handler. And now that job, now that King said we said I, I I forgot. I didn't even run the roster down in my head. I was like, yeah, we, we need a ball handler. Like if he right if now. he gets bought out, if he gets bought out, I think it's only two teams he might go to. Yeah. True. I think, I think it's I gonna think, be even got, Dallas. Why Dallas kept that spot open. Yep, I think it's going to be even Dallas if Pat Bev get bought out or the Lakers because he wants to play with LeBron. I think it's going to be even LeBron and Luka. They're the two guys I think he might go to. That's my that's my opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing I'm hearing he might get bought out too. Oh, excuse me. Did he go? Oh, might have jumped. Yeah, he's yep, jumping. You guys, jumped. you guys are live. I'm sorry if we can't get to y'all. It's, it's not our fault. Yeah, we, if I didn't, if we're not answering your question, y'all, it's not our fault because it's jumping. Yes, it's, and it, it's only a certain amount that it holds before it it deletes. Jesus, bro, this thing say 165 questions. Yeah, you guys are awesome. It looked like it was starting off slow, and then it became amazing. That's why we love the glow gang, man. There you go. So K does say Mark better not do Luca like he did dirt. That would be disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, <clears throat> if Luca was to leave, I don't think anybody would blame Luca. I think they're supposed to blame Mark. It would be Mark's biggest disaster, his biggest failure. He do, he do all that talking about what he regretted with, with Dirk. If you mess this up, bro, you're gonna lose a lot of fans, bro. He's gonna lose he's gonna lose a lot of like just just uh just clout as a businessman if he loses Luca. Like I really think this is Luca had the chance to be like Luke Mark Cuban's biggest investment ever. And if he loses it, like it hurts his stock as a businessman, just in general. That's why I'm like, he he can't. Uh, Johnny B says, now that I look at this roster, said the Mavs are pretty old, and that's what we've been saying. Like people think because oh, they think that Maxie's young, they think that Dodo's young and stuff. Like huh? these guys are in their thirties now, and so we only really got what four young guys, what Frank, five young guys, Frank, Luca, Christian. And then Josh guys, and uh, Hardy. So, yeah. You got, you got two guys, really. The rest of the guys are guys that may help us, and we hope may help, help Exactly. Us right That's what I was about to say. <laughs> like, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, bro, you're right. Uh, it froze again. Bro, these comments is jumping, boy. I, mean, I, thought, I thought some of y'all be asleep, man, still, or at work. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Now we definitely appreciate it. If I could just get the thing to work here. So, yeah, like I said, guys, if we don't get to y'all's question, it's because it's jumping and it's only letting us go to a certain number here. Because right now, we're now at 169 questions and comments. Uh, K-Dub says, uh, Luke is probably worth like 15 first. Man, listen, if Donovan Mitchell, is, well, from what we're hearing, is like eight, well, Luke is worth 28. So, I'm not, man, listen. Yeah. Robert Ory. Robert Ory was on the show the other day, and he said it was only there's only two guys in the league he felt like they're untouchable. He said Luka Doncic and Steph Curry. I don't believe that. I think he meant to say Giannis. You know, he needs somebody to, you know, send him. Oh, a they gotta stop shout disrespecting Giannis. But, uh, man. What the heck yeah, is going I, on with I think The only two guys that wouldn't be traded are Luka and Giannis. That's it. I don't think there's anybody uh, else. Denver might. Denver probably would stay loyal to Joker just because. 
I mean, I don't know if the, if the package is right. They may take him. Uh, but like, if they, if they, I don't know. I don't. I just don't think Luca and Giannis are the two people that's untouchable. Like LeBron, they talk about might even get traded for KD and all that. Like stuff can happen. Uh, Logan says, uh, "Oh, he's talking KD." Here we go. Teflon was good. He said Nico should get uh, blamed for the sins of the previous regime. The man is working. Oh, sh- uh, should not. Sorry, right. should not get blamed for the sins of the previous regime. The man is working with twos and fews. Uh, losing Brunson, not his fault. Uh, limited draft yeah. picks, not his fault. He's trying to get what he can. Amen, Teflon. This yeah. is what we're saying. I, like I said, when you listen to like those national guys, they they do the whole entire broad uh, aspect of the Mavericks. And it's like, yeah. and uh, if y'all go back and listen to that podcast, uh, Tim McMahon kind of mentioned it. They said, well, this is a new regime. And we've only had Nico for what? This is not two off seasons now? Yeah. And so – He's only working with what he got right now, guys. Remember, Donnie did not leave us in the great spot, which is one of the many reasons why he got fired. He's like, yo, you're putting us in a hole. You're making these moves that got folks scratching their heads. You know what I'm saying? The KP one pretty much was the nail in the coffin. It's like, yo, I'm working with what I got. You know what I'm saying? It's to the point that we have to take our losses and trade KP. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? We don't got KP no more, but we still got to get his last pick to New York next year. So, Right, you, question, right? Huh? you think you think let me ask you a question. You think Donnie gonna get another job as a GM? Yeah, he will. Alpha reputation. You you got Luca, you got Dirk. You you looked at you had Giannis pretty much. Mm-hmm. So that type of like he, he he's had longevity. So people kind of equate that to like, oh, he's good. You know what I'm saying? And so I mean, it's just like, yeah, Rick Carlisle had longevity, but was he really that great here it's like chasing it <laughs> exactly so you don't don't equate longevity to oh he's great because he was there for a long time it's like nah uh let's see uh k-dub also says aj lawson can be a three and d bench guy he uh he got good defense and okay offense yeah he's a good catch and shoot guy too uh did i click on it Okay, here we go. Uh, K-Dub says, uh, let's get the Italian here. Uh, how do you pronounce that, King? Uh, Pajala. That's a backup point guard. You know what it is? That name looks familiar, but I don't know what it is. I don't, but um, if he's still over there in Italy right now, I doubt we need him as the backup point guard. Yeah, that's about right. And then but you he, he laughed, so I think, I think he was making fun. Oh, okay. I was about to say, because I was like, then you got to convert him over to over here too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frank was good. He says, what do you guys think of this? Nilakina Green, Powell, and uh, one to two first rounds. What do you mean? Oh, and yeah. one to three second rounds for Ooh. Pat Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt. I think this increases mm-hmm. mass depths and uh, may fold, uh, many folds. He said, I like this would be a crazy dip. They well, for one, we can't do the Jared Vanderbilt and Patrick Beverly because Patrick Beverly got traded to Wait, did Vanderbilt go with him? No, he's been. Oh, Vanderbilt's still in uh, Minnesota. Is he uh, still in Minnesota? Is... No, he might have got traded. I think. I think he did get traded. He was in that trade in Utah. I think he's part of the trade. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I but I'm not. That, what, I want to get on first some seconds up on you, Utah. Mean. Utah would do that. And Frank, if you wanted to, for Utah. Oh yeah, you said first. I, I, I wouldn't. I'm. Come on, man. Like I wouldn't. No way. I'm not to be against you, Frank. But I'm just saying, nah, man. Like. No first, first up, no first up, rounds up. for that. <laughs> and, uh, 
Especially when you say what you say earlier. Would you say earlier Pat Bev probably might get bought out? Like you get him straight up. Yeah, like nah, nah. Jared Vanderbilt ain't worth no first rounder. Nah, I, I, I like I like Vanderbilt too. The boy yeah, long, he's not worth good defender, rounder. but not no first rounder. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I don't think they got him in the first round, did they? I don't know, but we giving up Green and Nilakina. Like Green can still become somebody. He has a little bit of value because he's young and he's a high higher draft pick. And then like. I don't think we'd have to give that much up for that, is what I'm saying, Frank. Look, you may be on to something with the trade for those two, but um, I would like to have both of them. But Jared, we probably could trade for him, and Pat Bear probably going to be bought out. So I don't think we got to give all that up, though. Uh, Teflon says, Summer League might suck next year uh, with no draft picks. picks. Oh, you mean like the year before uh, Teflon? We didn't have no draft. I think I, I think we had uh, Eugene was our best player. He wasn't even drafted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Teflon also says if McGee does start and he bombs, I don't think kid. Uh, I don't. I think I don't think kid would stay with McGee all season. Kid, unlike Rick, is not afraid uh, to change. Oh, he's not afraid to change. Kid ain't that uh, stubborn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that's true. But my issue is not what kid changed. I love that kid makes adjustments. My issue is that Javale McGee now has three has a three year contract now, and you told him that you were going to do something. You don't want to make guys disgruntled. That's that's my issue. So if you told McGee he was going to start and on basically said like, "Oh, you good enough to be a starter," and then you take him out after like three games, then he's gonna be like, "Well, hold up, that wasn't what we agreed to." Right. <clears throat> young tap, young. What's good, man? He said, "I feel like Dinwiddie is going to play with the chip on his shoulder. Don't sleep on him this year." I hope so. I just still feel like he shouldn't start. Not saying he's gonna play bad or anything. Just we just don't feel like he should start because now you don't have a. Cheesy just told that, that <laughs> bro. I, I swear to you, bro. Ever since you just said that, it's been in my head this whole time. I was I, running scenarios bro, in my head. I've bro. been telling you, man. That's why you've been sitting here like you changed your mind on the team and all. I'm like, I'm I didn't, bro. But I'm paying attention to the squad. There are holes. There are like big holes in this team, man. They're and trying the to fill it. Remember, I said that. I was like, bro, we gotta go. We gotta draft a, a starting a starting guy, bro. They 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 putting that much faith into Jaden Hardy. That's what I was saying before. Like he has to be that with JB leaving because they have to have two ball handlers in the starting line. They don't just want to have Luca as the only ball handler. That's that's crazy. We've seen that. We've seen other teams. We always say you got to have somebody else that can dribble, like the Clippers and all that. Somebody else. They want to have another dribbler in the in the starting lineup. Luca Doncic needs. And, and not only just a dribbler, they want a, a guy who can facilitate yeah, a little bit. Like they can do a little something. Like him, so, he. We need a two guard. We need a two guard. Yeah. Spencer needs to play point guard off the bench. We need yeah. a two guard. We need a two guard, bro. Uh, buddy said, what happened Tuesday night? Well, buddy, life happened. Like I said, when we, we don't get paid for this, and we got lives and jobs and stuff like that outside of here. So when things kind of come up, you got to call. You got to answer that call of life, man. That's usually what happens. Uh, King had a spaces uh, on on our yeah. uh, Twitter page, so if you um, if you ever get a chance, buddy, and you don't see us on here, check us out on like on Twitter if you can. Yeah, we'll probably on Twitter, something on there about it on what was going on. Yeah, so that's why we say, guys, follow us on Twitter down there at the bottom up, up under King at We Talk Mavs, and that's when uh, whenever stuff like that happens, we drop it on there, and let you guys know, or like we'll do something like the spaces thing that way, it kind of covers for the show if one of us can't make it. Uh, Melissa, how you doing? She said, hey, guys, agree. Defense is not better in Summer League. Yeah, it's not better in Summer League. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see. Uh, K. said, "Do you guys see Luca? Do you see guys Luca interview also Luca party with?" Oh, I think we got read that already. It's starting. Yeah, to, don't the, tell me it's starting to the, that copy yeah. thing again. <laughs> yeah, it's starting yeah, to copy that's... again, like it did that one time. Yeah. Uh, Big said, "What's up, Glow Gang? What do you guys think about Lucas? Oh, yeah, it's doing it again. Same thing. Yep. Yep. So you can go down and read the other ones. Hold uh, on, let me, where we at? Let me scroll down, bro. Oh nope, I should have done that. Ooh. Yeah, y'all, we might not be able to get to all y'all's questions. Yeah, let's see, cause where they, bro, this thing just started all the way over. Maybe, maybe that's why it was uh. We got rid of the other ones and put them beneath. Yep, that's what I'm saying. If you can uh. Because we got the Reggie King, uh, All-Star, to be fair, Ben, Todd, uh, Ben again, Josh, and speed up his release. Okay. Uh, he says, Johnny B, I see what you see at 11.45 a.m. It says beside it, Josh needs to work out with Lethal Shooter. We didn't get to that one yet. I think that's where it skipped before. Uh, Hold on. Oh, okay, okay. So that one? Yeah. I think that's where we first skipped at the beginning. Okay, here we go. So Johnny B said, Josh needs to work out with a lethal shooter. He'll get the jumper. To- oh, no. Oh, yeah, it was the one that, that got skipped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's what it looked like he's doing, man. He's working more on his handles, and he's working on those mid-range pull-ups, man, which is what we were saying. Like, develop something, man. Like, you don't got to go out there and automatically just – it's just three, 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 three. Like what like King was saying with uh, Kawhi, Kawhi started in the mid-range and then eventually gradually worked his way out to the three-point line. So kind of add that, but I still say work on those corner threes though, because you're gonna get a lot of corner three opportunities. So work on those. While you also, like said, yeah, like while also working on your handles, man. So that that'll help out your game. That way you be more playable and just be aggressive. I want him to be aggressive too, man. Like don't be hesitant, don't play timid. Just be aggressive, man. Just don't think. Just go out there and play your game. Man. Yeah, I agree. And I think I think that they'll give him the confidence if they just give him more playing time. I think they'll give him confidence on that. Uh, uh, Ben says, uh, Josh Green needs to speed up his release. He's working on it though. Uh, so we will see his defense and his playmaking is already well above average. Yeah. So yeah, and and that's what we're saying because with the the jump shot, it just felt like he was being a little more hesitant on his jump shot. Just yeah. we just want you to go out there. Like that game he played, um, the Utah game, he dropped twelve. Look how quick those releases were. He was catching it. He was just shooting. He was thinking. He was just releasing. And Somebody asked. I ain't see, but somebody asked. Go ahead, Ralph. I'm sorry. Finish your statement. No, no, no. Go ahead. Somebody asked in the thing, was I crying about Ben Simmons still the whole hour? And I'm like, uh, you see what you talked about as far as we need another guard, huh? Mm. Who would help us out big and, and solve every hole there? And he wouldn't have to play the the, uh, the two position, would he? I wouldn't, mm. even, I wouldn't even cry about a, a second ball. Mm. And he wouldn't even have to play the two position, would he? We can play anybody at the, uh, at the shooting guard position. Hmm. Uh, K. Dell says, "Let's get Pat Bell and Bayon, and give uh, them Bertans, uh, Powell, and maybe a second. I do that in a heartbeat. I, I, yeah, I, I do that too. Yes, well, I would. I, hey, what, what are we? What are we talking about? I wouldn't even ask yeah. any questions. Yeah, I, sign on the dotted line here, sir. I don't think the Jazz would do that, but oh no, I, I the, the, the Jazz definitely would not do that. Damn, King, I just lost my spot, bro. I was at that backpack and saying Pat Bev would have oh, been great." Okay. I would say it jumped. Yeah, uh, he said Pat Bev would would have been great. Yeah, I mean, he can still get bought out. Yeah, just saying, he can still get bought out. I would take Pat Bev. Let me ask you a question: We get Pat Bev, do you feel better about the offseason then? Uh, not saying like, oh, he's a he's a missing piece, but I'm just saying like, 
That's a solid move. Would you be like, okay, I think we're good now? I think it, 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 so it fills holes, if that makes sense. We may not be great at every position, but we have holes right now. So, yes, it would be like we'd be ready to, to start the season. Right now, I don't think we're ready to start the season. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, yeah, we're not. I, I still feel like we just need that one more move. Yeah. Really do. I, I, I don't think, I don't think uh, KD's getting traded too. So that's why I kind of think that like teams like, um, Indiana kind of went on ahead and jumped on that. Uh, yeah. yeah, which is why is I told you that. Like, I told you that a few days ago. I said I don't think because they're asking for too much. They're like, yeah, you give think- me you know these twenty players, these twenty draft picks, and the team's like, man, I can't, I can't give you that. Uh, I can't meet it. I guess somebody have to keep them then, and that's their thinking. Uh-huh. It's like they, they, they are constantly raising up the asking price, so people be like, I can't meet that, bro. Right, his raising like, price won't. It's gonna be raised up even more because Donovan Mitchell about to raise the stock. Donovan, you think Donovan Mitchell getting traded? You think the Knicks yeah, would be foolish enough to do it? The Knicks, oh my goodness! Hold on, it's the Knicks. It's the Knicks. Oh my goodness, man, Melissa. I'm sorry. I'm. I want to know if you in this comment still how you feel about that. You gonna give us seven first rounders for Donovan Mitchell? Y'all give up. Yep. If you want to do that, then go get KD. Go get Kevin Durant. If you are gonna give up seven of them for uh Donovan Mitchell. But okay. It is, Kenny. It is what it is. Uh, Young says, I blame myself for Jinx and Hardy's last few games. Dang it, Young. It was your fault, man. We blaming you. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. Like I said, he young, man. He young. It's summer league. We'll, he'll be fine. We see the potential. We see the potential. Uh, come on. Don't do me. Okay. Lies was good, man. He says, good day to y'all, brothers. He said, question, don't. Don't you uh, think the mass front office is a bit too quiet? Feels like a storm is coming or something, or am I bugging? Lies, listen to me. I need you to listen to me. Y'all heard me say this about five videos now. I've told y'all this. That's why I'm not panicking. It's still We're still in July. We're still in July. The season I start until October. So I really feel that they're going to do – I'm not saying they're going to go in here and make an 85-10 trade or nothing, but – I really feel like Dallas is going to do something to where it's going to fill holes and we're going to have more players on this team now that you're not going to have anywhere to where nobody can be playable. Like a person might not play, but they're not going to be playable. Like we had with like Boban, all those guys where they were just completely unplayable. Like say like, for example, like a Josh Green, like Josh Green might not play, but he's playable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you get more players like that with whatever trade they're going to make. It's going to add – even more depth on this team. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm I thinking something. I, I've been saying, I'm still on that train. Like I said, it's still early to me. It's still early. I've seen Dallas make moves deep into, you know, free agency. So, I'm having a sense that the Mavericks going to get somebody that we didn't, even, we didn't even know was available. Thank you. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm like. How many times like we say this? Like, we didn't even know that guy was available. Like, how, what? He got traded? Like, that's – that's what I feel was may possibly happen, and that's what that's what I that's my thinking too. Because I, I was sitting there thinking that one day, I think you sent me something or Josh or somebody sent something in the group, and then I was like, I started thinking to myself. That's why I, mean, I told you I said, what if Dallas is going after like I started just thinking this crazy just before he was uh, available. I said, like, what if Dallas like going after like Donovan Mitchell on the low mm-hmm. or something like that? Just I was just throwing it out there. Just at yeah. that time, we didn't know he was getting that, traded or whatever. But that would have been like, a smart move, right? You know what I'm saying? You like you on the back doing it, and they didn't even know that he he available, and you get the lowest price for him because nobody's talking about him. The only player we, the only player we ever heard 
Dallas go after before it happened with Jason Key. And the only reason why we heard about that because Stackhouse made those comments, remember, about, mm-hmm. oh, if I get traded, I'm just going to come right back. Or I'm going to get cut and I'm going to come right back. That's the only time we ever heard of a trade that Dallas made before it happened. Because if he didn't make those comments, we would have never known that, oh, they're getting Jason Kidd? Like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I'm like, I'm with you. I, I'm That's why I'm saying I'm holding on hope. I'm thinking, like, they left that spot open to just in case somebody get bought out, like a Patrick Beverly, or they left it open so that way if they make a, a trade, like say they get rid of the white power, they get like two people back. Right. You have that person that took the white power spot while also having a spot open to slot that other person in. Like they did before, that's why they didn't do with the KP trade. Because maybe they had to cut Moses Brown to slide Bertons in. Yep. I, um, I agree with you. Uh, Where we at? Uh, ben Price said, "Rest, stop playing and join the Green game. Like I said, look, I like Green. I, I like him. I just want him. There's some things that he can touch up on his game. I just want him to come in, be aggressive. Like we've been saying, work on work on an aspect of your game to where that's that one thing you can always go back on. Like, I'm not saying he's, he's this guy. I'm just saying, for example, like Jordan. Jordan constantly was the – he was athletic and fly and all this old stuff. But he realized, yo, I got to have something I got to add to my game that I can always go back on. Mm-hmm. And he, he developed that mid-range fadeaway shot that he can always go back on. And that's what we want him to do. Like, don't just be a high-energy guy. What else can you add to the table? Like, yo, you got that little mid-range. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you see him working on a little hezzy and pull-up or yeah. corner threes. You can work on them two things. I'm guaranteeing you, you are going to be a contributing Constantly in the rotation, 25 to 30 minute guy. If you could just work on those two things and, and it be consistent and you you go in without thinking, just play your game. Like he did in game four against the Jazz. Right? Three. Four. Three. Was that Maybe three? three. Yeah. Yeah, four we lost. Yeah, so it was three. You're right. Uh my baby says good morning, glow gang. Yes, ma'am. I know you ain't. Hold on, you ain't even at the house. How you watching this? Uh, <laughs> no, she gone because I don't hear the dogs down there. Uh, Charlie said, uh, Josh Green has a, a lot of potential, and I'm still hopeful for him. I think his issue is that he just uh, – oh, last con- – that's what I've been saying. Last confidence, and it shows by his 10-minute. Charlie, thank you. I've been saying that. That's the one thing. It's like I, I was saying that during the uh, the playoffs. Now, he's he was young. I gave him that. But even during the season, sometimes it seemed like he was kind of timid. It's like, bro, just – I want kid him go to him and just say, bro, relax. Just relax. And I think he will start doing more of that with the more exposure he's getting. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. more exposure builds up confidence. Oh, they playing me, you know, oh, 25 minutes a game? Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That means they trust me. They, they means they have faith in me. So that, yeah. that opens that up for him. So that way he'll, he'll have a little bit more confidence. And I really believe that. So, I mean, after what well, King just told about this roster, I forgot about, but yeah, he might get those opportunities unless they make a trade or something. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Ben says uh, Dallas were foolish with uh, Goran. The guy can still go. He can still roll MF up, the uh, roll uh, Mother Effers up on offense. Yeah, but, okay, so the thing is, Ben, I see what I see why where everybody's upset, right? If y'all go back and y'all look at the last, I'm gonna say three years of Goran, one he does not stay healthy. 
when he had spurts with Brooklyn, spurts, it wasn't a consistent thing with him. It was spurts. He only averaged, he averaged less than nine points a game. And so for us to, to automatically ask him to come, now remember, JV played 35 minutes in the playoffs. I'm on average, about 35 minutes, probably a little bit more than that. So you're at, you're asking this guy to come in at the age of 215 years old, who has not stayed healthy the last three years, who plays pretty good in spurts. You're asking him to be a contributing guy to play heavy minutes at his age, because y'all know what our main need is right now is a ball handler. So you're asking him to be that second ball handler with Luca yep. playing significant minutes. Mm-hmm. You're putting a lot on him with that, man. And, and look, I, we, you might not like it, but I respect the Mavericks for telling him that uh, up front without he getting him here and misleading him. Like, look, they probably seen the same thing I'm talking about right now. Like, yo, you've been kind of hurt the last three years. Yeah. Your, your production been kind of slipping a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You're getting older. I can't promise you 30 minutes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's probably what they're thinking was. Like, yo, I, I could probably play you five minutes here, five minutes there. Because guess what? That five minutes here, five minutes there is going to keep you fresh. That's what they're yeah. thinking was. And so that's why I'm I'm not too mad about the – but would have been nice to have him? Yeah, it would have been nice to have him. But am I, like, beating the table like, dang, we should have got him? No. No, I'm not, I'm not doing yeah. it. I agree. I agree with basically everything you said, bro. Um, Ben, you're, you're right. Going drag is cook, cook people. Michael Jordan right now. How old is Michael Jordan? I don't know, what, almost 60? Something like that, 50-something, you got to be. So I yeah. still think you could cook some guys one-on-one in the league if you just if you just fresh off the, you know, not doing anything and saying, hey, I'm fresh. <laughs> you can play a game or whatever. The issue is you're talking about going Dragic playing an 82-game yeah. season. And playoffs, like, making long playoff runs. Yeah, and playoffs and all. Like, and some of them games are back. It's not a bunch of back-to-back, but sometimes you might have a back-to-back. You might just – like, it's going to – it's going to beat his body up. Like, he's going to have aches and pains that don't heal as much. Just running up and down the floor over and over again gives you aches and pains, guys. So, he's going to have those pains that's never going to heal, and it leads to, like, injuries and all. Like, Rel was saying, he's starting to be more injury-prone and all now. Stuff starts to break down, so he can't keep giving you all that energy every game because his body won't allow him to do it. So, yes, in a vacuum in one situation, that's why I wanted him in that role off the bench where if he's needed, Throw in a safety switch of Goran Dragic that can go get you buckets and all real quick. Like not a guy that's relied. Exactly. Not a guy that's relied on to have to every game give me this because his body is not going to allow him to do it. Exactly. Uh, Johnny B said we need another uh, WTM space soon. Said real stop ducking this smoke. <laughs> he said, and everybody from the pod should jump on Twitter and be part of something great. Amen, Johnny. No, like I said, man, Johnny, when life calls, man, you got to an answer. And like I said, this is not our, this is not our job. So my job, you know, has been this was what reason why I couldn't do it on Tuesday, man. So, and I'm, I'm definitely working on that. I'm, I'm working on I'm trying to make some moves, man, to where I can get more time to kind of dedicate to you guys or for the to the channel and all that stuff. So I'm definitely working on that right now. So hopefully, we won't have any more of these. I can't do the shows type things, but um. Uh, yeah, but me, me and King are talking about maybe doing spaces like once a week with you guys on Twitter. Yeah, on, so, how you say what? We was on there. We was on there to almost uh, what's that? Almost one o'clock y'all time. Yeah, see. Yeah, we was so, on, we was on there from ten to almost one. It was awesome. 
So yeah, guys, awesome. guys want to talk to us, man. That's the best way to do it. That's why we say, guys, follow us on Twitter, guys. Um, we can start having spaces. Y'all guys can kind of comment uh, with us, man. Y'all can help us run run the show. It's like y'all show on on spaces. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We that's all y'all. Y'all decide. Yeah. Y'all decide who popular. Y'all decide who y'all want to be who, who y'all want to be seen. Y'all decide everything. So that's why we always always bow down to y'all because it's y'all show. Cause look, y'all, y'all, y'all got our show going right now. This is majority yeah. of the time is y'all is y'all show, man. Like this is that's why we say glow gang. This is a this is like a, a family, man. This is like you know a community within a community within a math community. It's a, a, a sub community. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we definitely gonna do more spaces, guys. Here, like I said, we're, gonna, we're probably gonna work on maybe doing it like once a week. You know what I'm saying? With you guys. So follow us on Twitter, guys. If y'all want to join those spaces? Because I know Johnny, uh, I know you were one of the main ones on there. Guys, go ahead and join us on, on Twitter, man. Shout out to Micah, too. Micah, he might not be on here today, but he was on there as well. Much love. Yes, sir. Yeah, he follows us on Twitter, too. Uh, Ty, what's good? Lot- he said, do y'all... Oh, what's that? I was just going to say, there were a lot of people on there. I don't want to discredit everybody. There's a bunch of people on there that was chilling and dealing with it, but the main guys that were talking were uh, Micah and Johnny. Uh, Ty says, uh, do you guys think the Mavs are still a top four in the West? You know, it's funny. Oh, let me see something real quick. I know we pressed on time. Right, it's going to be. I was, I was thinking about this earlier. Matter of fact, when you sent me that. Huh? That's why I said about that comment about the guy with the play in, man. Like, it's, 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 it's the West, man. It's the West. You still got the champions? You got the champions? Was, well, you know what? Never mind. I was, was going to look at the roster, right? And then see who added what. Like, go to So you got and, Memphis. You got Memphis, right? They didn't Memphis really add anybody. They didn't add anybody, but they're still young, right? Yeah. So they're young and they had they had injuries, so they should be better, right? You yeah. got young guys with most improvement stuff like that. They should get it even better. Okay. Golden State is the champions with young guys, right? Okay. That's two right there. Y'all all talk about the Clippers and them getting their guys back, right? That's three. Denver going to have their guys back. Everybody worry about the Denver and saying, hey, they finally going to have, but they're going to have their guys back. It may not, even if it doesn't click, bro. They got to the number six seed this year, right? Without their, both of their guys. Even if their guys are both at 70%, that's going to be an improvement over what they had already. You got, who else? Uh, Minnesota, who made a, I think Minnesota's going to win games. Like, I don't, they I may not win, just, a, they're not going to win a championship, but they're going to win games, though. Yeah. Like, the Minnesota's up there. You got, uh, who else did we not say yet? Uh, Utah's going to fall off. So yeah, I think Utah, Utah is off. the one team that's going to fall off. Portland. I told you, if, if Damian Lillard plays, Portland's going to be competitive. Yeah. Like, as long as he's playing the whole season, they're going to be competitive. With Jeremy Grant, I think they're going to at least play for the play-in. We don't know what the Lakers are going to do. Like, there are a bunch of teams that – who else was – we had fifth, sixth, the Pelicans. Oh, I think the Pelicans are going to be probably – the Pelicans have a top-five offense next year. Why? The issue is going to be their defense. I keep telling everybody that. The defense is going to be the issue with the Pelicans. That's going to be their uh, their problem in the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, I think they will. But they're going to win like 40-something games, high 40s, around that, if not 50s, with their offense. They're going to be one of the best and most fun offensive teams in the NBA this year. Watch what I tell y'all. So, it's – man, goodness, man. Like, I'm telling you, one game oh, could be the – So, so you going to answer that question now? Do I, I mean, do I have to answer it now? You answer it. Yeah, you should answer it. Right well, now. Let me answer it. I, man. I don't know. It's don't question know. marks, man. It's too many question marks you don't know. Because. It, 
And on top of that, like the reason why a lot of those teams got to the position they were in is because we said, like we said earlier in the video, people were hurt. Yeah. Dame got hurt. You know, Kawhi and then were out. Yoke is missing his two guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So stuff could happen. That's what we said. Could it, it, yeah. Stuff could happen either way. A Christian Wood can come out and drop 25 and 12. That'd be nice. It could happen. You feel me? It, it, it could happen. I'm not saying it, but I'm just asking you right now, based off of what you've seen, everybody healthy on the even playing field. Like the Mavs are a top four seed. I might have sleep on that one. Yeah, this I this is probably the one time I can say, like, I have to we have to wait and see. Because the West is so freaking deep. Like, it's the East, like, yeah, yeah, yeah we get there. But the West is like, like you said, everybody I mean, coming back. This is <laughs> look how deep the West seed. was last year, and you got teams coming back. If they're not a top <laughs> four seed, coming bro, back. If they're not a top four seed in your eyes, you don't got them making them, you don't have them guaranteed making the second round. Yeah. That's crazy. You don't have them guaranteed making the second round. They're not a top four seed in your in your uh, in your head. That yeah. mean they could lose in the first round. That's what you think it may be in your head right now. That's something we have to make more moves. That's as simple as that. With J- JB change that. With JB, I'd have been fine, bro. I'd have been sitting here with you like, oh yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go, Javel McGee. We got him now, Christian. Is that, Wood. Is that, is that one hole that got me. That uh, got one me hole. And it's not that again, not that he's that big of a player. Like we're saying, we're not saying it's he's any other way or nothing. Like it's just yes. what he was to the team at that position. It's his role. When we've we been saying that this whole time, role. we haven't filled his role. And now it's like, well, that's a big role. He had the second most important role in the team. Second or third, guys, however you want to put it, on the team last year. And we got rid of that. We haven't filled it. So I don't know. Johnny B says that the Mavs bench Wood, he'll leave in free agency. He's starting caliber player, just like JB. I'd be offended if I were Wood at how they view my uh, value on this team. And, and that's a lot of people are saying too, you know. But I, I don't think that I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's coming off the bench, bro. I, I, I think that's, I'm that's foolish. Willing to bet my house on it. I'm willing to bet my house on it. <laughs> I mean, I have to talk to Terry about that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he, I don't think he comes off the bench, bro. He's he's a key, he's a key addition to this team that we got, bro. I don't, I don't see him coming off the bench. Could be wrong, but I, I just don't see it. I hope, I hope, I hope you're right. Let me give you your line. I hope you're right. Yeah, I keep trusting you, man. I'm trusting you to do the right thing. Ben said, Wood playing wing is massive. It means uh, we have Maxi and Reggie as wing bench uh, bench wings, is what I was saying. Uh, this is a deep position for us now, uh, not just relying on uh, Doe and Reggie to play 40 minutes in each of the playoffs, which is what I was saying, Ben. That's what I said. I said with Wood being at the four, they can play him more as a wing because he can handle the ball and go get his own buckets. Like, if he was one of those lumbering fours where you got to set him up for air play, then I, I would have I'd be sitting there like man I don't know about this one but because he can put the ball on this floor and can he can assist too a little bit like yeah. he can do and get his own at that size and he's he's a fluent mover he's a better uh, space uh, filler uh, on the perimeter so that's why I say I think with with uh, Doe on one side of him and with um, Javale McGee who's a defender on the other side of him I think that'll help him too especially in, man listen if we if the start lineup is Luca Spencer, Dodo, uh, Christian Wood, and JaVale McGee, bro. Do you know how long our team is? We could literally touch hands on on, on a zone, bro. Yeah. That zone would be stupid. 
Like that man, that zone would be crazy, bro, with that all that length out there, man. Like um, I'm just usually so optimistic, bro. I'm just I'm not gonna lie, man. I just King, keep I need your optimism, man. We I keep having these thoughts, man. No, nah, like think about it, man. We it's 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 intangibles, bro. It's, oh, no, it's not even just the regular. It's in, Reggie is not a good bench player. We're about to lose Reggie. We're about to lose the impact Reggie Bullock gave to us. You know that, right? I, I'm looking at it like what Ben just said. Like, I'm mm-hmm. looking at that. That helps keep both him and Dodo fresh. Okay. How'd you feel when Reggie was a bench guy at the beginning? Did you feel like, oh, he just had somebody fresher? Or did you feel like, what are you doing out there? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying to you. I remember but the, those times. But then, you, that, means you, that means you put Christian Wood on the bench. That's not going to be good. And Christian Wood shouldn't. The issue is that JaVale McGee shouldn't be, shouldn't have been guaranteed a starter position. That's that would have fixed everything. That's the problems. That's what I'm saying. It's little problems that's happening now. JaVale McGee shouldn't be starting. Now you're making problems now. Lai says, do you guys still think it's realistic to hope for being uh because damn that would be incredible. I don't I don't I don't I don't think so now yeah, because yeah I don't think I still don't feel like uh Katie's getting moved. Yeah. And I think if he had got moved, you would have had a better chance because they would have had to do like a 14 trade or three team trade or something. Dallas could have probably swooped in, but yeah. I don't think that's happening now. Lots so, it was more like it was more like the perfect thing I thought that they should be doing behind the scenes of KD trying to get traded, but it's not like I we got any inside sources or we think anything was going down. It's just we were saying it'd be nice. Yeah, yeah it'd be it'd nice. Be awesome. yeah. But um, yeah, I don't the way that Phoenix just did because Phoenix actually they they matched the offer right. They did something mm-hmm. I didn't expect. They matched DeAndre Aiden offer. Wait. So I think that that's that's wild, right? Bruh, they could have signed him for cheaper than what they just uh matched for. Phoenix is Bruh, Phoenix. Is, I told you, Phoenix is a horribly ran organization. They just lucked up with Chris Paul. Coming over there because everybody and, and hold on and you know and you do you know you know why they did that because they couldn't leave they couldn't lose him for nothing yeah exactly if we had assigned JB to a restricted free agent uh attack we, we, he'd be here right now yep they couldn't sign up for nothing so now they can wait to the middle of the season and still trade him if they need yeah to, now uh, they can trade him yeah it's like they know January they know 15th. how big they know his value now right they know Indiana really wants him so um could have did the same could have did the exact same thing if we had assigned him to if yep. he was a, if he was a restricted, 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 which he should have been. Yeah. Uh, guys, we're gonna probably wrap this up here, guys. I, I apologize. We got like 179 comments here. It's steady going up. Uh, K Dub says it's crazy that Spain and Serbia wanted Luca, and he picks uh, Slovenia because with the other two, he could win Real gold number. easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and that's that's why I love Luca, man. Dude, different, bro. That dude yeah. different. He want he want to work for it, man. Don't, we don't want to get it easy. Uh, Johnny said we had the best offense in history with uh, KP and Dwight. So with two upgrade pieces of Wood and McGee, we should easily be able to re- replicate that with uh, them starting. And, and, and I mean, yeah, and that's what I was saying, Johnny. Like the only difference is we had Wood, Seth Curry. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna throw it out there before y'all start talking the rest of y'all ain't gonna throw it there like the team was the same. We had Seth Curry. Too. Hold on, man. Let's tackle that part first. Okay. So with KP, that's why I said I feel like Wood moves a whole lot better perimeter-wise than what KP did. So that's why I'm I'm okay with that part. But yes, King, we did have Seth Curry. Mm -hmm. So yes, you're right. We did. Seth Curry could dribble the ball a little bit and all. Y'all forget about that part. Seth Curry was nice. Seth Curry is nice. I don't understand. Another one, but I'm done. Seth Curry is nice. 
But I don't know why he got traded both times by the by the Mavericks. That was foolish. Well, he was let go. He was let walk one time. Hey, you were let go because your favorite player, uh, Josh Richardson, bro. Maybe you had, the, you had the pajama set, remember? But yeah, we don't have that Seth Curry guy anymore. Like Reggie and those guys nah. aren't guys that put the ball on the floor at all. Nah. That's why he I just says uh Luca is low, but I think he's not that stupid to waste his career not winning anything because he wanted to stay here. Mavs need to do something and Mark needs to pay up. Hey, we he paying up now. We in a luxury for sure. I told you we I in the luxury. Man, next contract. They got until next contract. Wait, did he jump on me? Oh, okay. Uh, Monte says, uh, I would love Frank and Josh starting with Luca at the three. Bring uh, Spencer, Reggie, Maxi, JaVale, and THJ off the bench. Nah, I think I'll pass on that one. Uh, I don't know if I start Frank and Josh with Luca. Yeah. But what it's looking like, uh, that's that's the other two. You got you no shooters. Josh is a, is a two. I mean, it's only two other two you sh- got. Where your shooters? Yeah. Looking too good, King. Uh, K Dub says Luca uh, might have a situation like Dame Lillard. I'm not gonna go that far, but that's what it's looking like right now. Um, Dallas is a, is a way bigger market than, than Portland, but like I said, we don't have the we don't have the the assets and the money right now to even get anybody. So as soon as we get that, and like we get the money and the assets and all that stuff, and you know, and we still in the same position, then I could probably say that. But right now I can't say that because we don't have the assets. Like, we had the assets. I think we would have been able to make some of those moves that everybody want us to make. So, yeah. like I said, Luca, right, I mean, uh, Nico right now is working what he got. Uh, Beck says Luca is already giving uh, hints that he will have it, have – oh, that he will leave if next two years won't we won't get an all-star. Uh, I'm not sure about that, Beck. I really think he's gonna play out his contract. I don't think I don't see Luca uh, asking to leave in the next two years because his, his contract kicks in this next year. So, um, yeah. All right, guys. I'm probably gonna a- answer like two more, then we're gonna probably call it call it a day. Uh, uh, this Dallas team is going to be a top three in the West. Mark my words. If Luca is actually in shape coming into the season and stays healthy, he is the best the best player in the world. Dallas is better. Oh, King! Somebody, somebody took your optimism, man. Tell me you want it no, back. Yes. It's not even about Luca being in shape. I do think Luca's gonna be in shape. I think he's gonna have a better season. I don't. I don't disagree at that part. I think the parts I disagree. So it's the grind, man. Like y'all asking Luca to be like this, the greatest basketball player in the world, like literally, like no other player has had to be the best basketball player in the world. They're just the best basketball player in the world for being in the NBA. Like, Luka has to be the best basketball player in the world all year round. And th- it's dangerous, man. Like, I've, I've never seen – like, this is this is dangerous, the way he's playing basketball and how much basketball he's playing. I just – and he's been playing it for so long already. That's what just – like, it's just – y'all put – it's too much. Like, yeah, do I think he can do it? Do I think he can do it for stretches and he can be that, but do we really want him to do it? That's the question. Do I want it to all be relying on just Luka Doncic being magical? Nope. No. Like, that's what we're I have saying. Nobody, adding, nobody else. That's why I was saying that, that ball handler and adding more talent, bro, that, that helps take the pressure off of him, man. So yeah, we don't have to like, go out no. there and be supernova Luka. Look at Joker last year in the playoffs. He was MVP, back-to-back MVP. 
look what happened when he got against the Golden State Warriors. Same thing like Luca and them. But it was like him by himself. Like, what's going on here, man? I can't do anything at all. It, it doesn't work for playoff basketball, Logan. That's how I feel. Like, regular season, we may look good. We may be a top three team in the West. But is this team beating teams in a seven-game series? With these holes that we have currently. If they start playing defenses straight directed towards Luka Doncic, who else is going to help out? Logan also says uh, Dallas has improved every year. 2020, they were 7th seed, 21, 5th seed, 22, 4th seed. So they have been improving every year. It's going to continue to grow. Probably right. right. I hope you're right. Hey, man, you know how we are here. If, it, if, if they do, if they are a top three seed, let's go. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my god we need Dennis Schroeder yeah that's back and then Johnny also says uh, King Josh is not that guy bro he said he's the same boat uh, oh I was starting over yeah, again that's the thought one from we got from yeah okay so so probably, yeah. you probably stop it right there yeah we probably stop it right there bro yeah because it's back right here to Frank so yeah yeah oh my god another good one y'all another good one we definitely yeah. appreciate man we'll say 181 comments man you see the number up there on your side yeah, I see it. It's still new comments down bottom. I don't even want to go to yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Yeah, we're going to probably cut it here, guys. Sorry, over two hours. We definitely appreciate y'all rocking with us on a brand spanking new episode, guys, of We Talk Mass here on the Glow Mass Production. Listen, guys, do us a huge favor and hit that subscribe button, guys. I'm trying to, we're trying to make it to that first 700, man. We on our way to our first 1,000, guys. 1,000. Um, so go ahead and hit that subscribe button and hit that notification mm-hmm. bell so whenever we drop a video, you guys will be the first to know. Also, guys, if you enjoyed this content today, guys, go ahead and hit that uh, like button. That'll help us out a lot. That'll help us build up our algorithm, guys, because we're definitely continuing to grow on both here and on our socials to where, you know, we, we're, we're growing a glow gang slowly but surely, but we're definitely getting there. Um, especially speaking of our social, y'all see down here at the bottom, we got we talk underscore Mavs on Instagram and definitely follow us on Twitter, guys. Follow us on Twitter. A lot of y'all already do that. We follow you guys back too. If y'all follow us on Twitter, just kind of showing love to the glow gang. Uh, follow us on Twitter at we talk Mavs, all one word. Like I said, we're going to, we're going to uh, probably do, do uh spaces like once a week, guys, but you guys, it's something simple. We, we ain't got to set all this up for you guys. We can just talk to you guys straight up on, uh, on Twitter. So you guys can, can, can kind of run the show yourselves on there, man, on, on spaces like King was saying. You guys can kind of jump in, give you give your comments, give you give your questions and stuff like that, man, on spaces. We can start having that once a week. So kind of have our Twitter thing. We have our YouTube thing. Also, you guys can follow us on the podcast, too. I know King is going to bring that up. I know that's his thing. But uh, follow us on our po- on podcast, on all podcast streaming services, guys. We're on those, too. We're pretty much on everything, guys. Pretty much on everything. So just Go ahead and follow us on all those. Uh, King, Last is there anything that uh, you want to add, man? Yeah, one, share, share everything. We, we're on everything, please, to anybody you may know. And two, Micah, uh, on the last spaces, I know I muted you for a second. I couldn't figure out how to unmute you. But um, he had something going on in the background. I think he was dealing with his child or so. So I just muted you for something. That wasn't my fault. I wasn't trying to block you and not allow you to talk again. I was trying to figure out how to put you back on uh, towards the end of the show. But that's all. I just wanted to apologize to you for that. Yes, sir. But uh, without that being said, guys, listen, we will be back here. Like I said, follow us on Twitter. We'll be on Spaces between uh, now and then. But uh, what's today, Friday? So Tuesday, guys, we'll be back here on Tuesday. Uh, same map time, same map channel, 10.30 p.m., as y'all guys know. 
So come uh, holler at us on that day. And also follow us on Twitter. We'll be on Spaces. And uh, with all that being said, guys, we are out this point.